Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is your commander in chief. Uh, I'm issuing a warning. The following podcast contains adult content and intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with T-Rex. What up? We got a great show today. We got John Wood from Couples Therapy. Hilarious guy. also a, uh, a coach over at Syndicate. Uh, an owner and a coach over there. Uh, we have Heather Joe Clark, who's on the new Ultimate Fighter, ruffling everyone's feathers. Um, she's got a fight with Felice, I think, in a couple weeks on the show. And uh, the return of Hector Lombard, I can't it's, wait. Uh, who's been calling out <laughs> Matt Brown, calling out Tyron Woodley. Nobody wants to fight this guy. I mean, nobody wants to. Fight. And, and he's th- he's thirty six years old. He has to fight someone soon. He's getting up there. Um, <laughs> My week, I, uh, where where was I? I was at Aces Comedy Club all week. How was that? It was Rocky? awesome. It was it was actually awesome. It was like you know, I'm driving there and it's a it's like a five hour drive from here to to, to Temecula. It really is. <laughs> on, on, at on like a, three in the afternoon. Yeah, leaving at two. You right. get to town on a Friday, and it's a seven o'clock show. And I'm like, who the fuck is gonna be at a seven o'clock show? Why do they have a seven o'clock show? It's gonna be all you know, blue hairs. And right. I get there, sold out, two hundred people. Every seven o'clock show, both it was great, and they were amazing, and nice. they were an amazing crowd. Second show, though, the next day, uh, I'm on stage, and it's always hard fight nights because right. I'm watching the fights, I'm doing the text from last fight, and then I got to interrupt myself go and go do show. a show, at, like literally. And of course, it's always like third round starting, uh, no. like literally. It was like the Tim Kennedy, Yoel Romero, nice and then I got and I got to go run. So my, my mind's like kind of. I, as much as I'd like to say I'm a professional and uh, I've been doing comedy 15 years, luckily, where I could kind of, you know, you tell me I got a show in five minutes, I could pull it off. But I'm like, fuck, I'm trying to, my mind's a little bit where, you know, so, but a funny thing happened. I'm on this, I'm on stage, it was 200 and something people and all of a sudden the mic goes off within 10 minutes and it's, and it's not, they can't fix it. Right. So now I got to do a show. Serious? Yeah, I got to do a show screaming to 200 people. And uh, I've, I got how, much time, I, how much time did you have to do without the mic? 35 more minutes. Oh and I, I hate to pat myself on the back, but I fucking rocked it. Like a, like a, <laughs> like like a, a champ. Like a champ, dude. I was like, you know what? It's funny. It was kind of funny. I was actually, it was one of those sets where I was like, I was, I was having a good set. My mind was a little bit like, uh, towards I'm like the Tim Kennedy fight, and then once the microphone went out, I had to be connected because I had no more microphones. So right. then it actually, I said it was better without. But actually, people came back the next night, the show after. To not, they were like, well, it was really funny, but we missed a couple words because we couldn't oh hear them. So they, they they came back. It was actually a really uh, it was a really fun show, and uh, I really like enjoyed that place. And I was uh, it was a busy week. I had six shows: uh, two Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday. Nice. And, they do uh, shows on Sunday there. No, no, somewhere oh. else. And I had a show last night. And shows every night of the week. And t- nice. t- taking this new improv class at um, Second City. 
Okay. <laughs> and uh, it was fun, actually. But it was like, this is hot chick in my class. A lot of hot girls. Oh. And we're, we're doing these exercises, right? Where It's called a mirror exercise. Where you basically stare at someone in the eye, and you have to mirror whatever the other person on, does, right? really? Yeah. So they're like, okay, whatever that person does, you have to do. So I took off my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the girl started laughing. That was funny. I didn't take it all off. I started to take it off. She just thought it was the funniest thing. And then, and then I took and off my front tooth. Pe- you took out your penis, and then she took hers out. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it was fun. I, I'm actually I'm enjoying this improv class a lot. Nice. I'm actually, so how was your week? What's going on? It was cool, man. Just uh, you know, I'm hanging out with the family. I had a couple auditions. Nice. That went really well. There and, you go. Um, so for one for voiceover for a cartoon. Okay. And uh, had me come in to read for two voices. That was really cool. And um, yeah, just uh, that was it. Uh, nothing, you know, show business wise, not much this week. Well, this, this Saturday we this have a Saturday, show. Yeah, I can't wait uh, for that. The, the Cure for the Coach show. My buddy Randy, we're having a fundraiser. It's me. It's you, Joey Bartnick. Joey Bartnick, John Heffron, John Heffron. who won last Comic Standing, uh, and uh, it's going to be Aldo Giuliano. And uh, coaching's fun. I've been coaching my wrestling team's really fun. We got like twenty five kids now. It's just me. Actually, Kurt's back. Thank God, Kurt's back. Kurt from Intravid. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's just, well, it's just funny. Like one kid does karate. He's just doing karate moves. And, and like, actually, this one kid, one of my best kids, when he went to five wrestling camps over the summer. He lost his last match in a tournament. He got so angry. He's half black kid, like you. And, um, and <laughs> hey, he, he ain't half bad. And he came back. He, he came back, and now he's a beast. Really? And literally, like, uh, he's doing the moves. I'm like, hey, can you show that move to everybody? Uh, pretending that, like, I know what he's doing, because I want to see the move he right. just did. <laughs> right. Like, I'm like, wow, this kid. This he's kid, teaching you stuff? He's teaching me stuff. That's awesome. Uh, but, uh, How old are these kids? The kids are uh, 11, 12, 13. Wow. In middle school. That's dope. You know? Yeah, yeah. One kid does a back. One kid can do a backflip. He does parkour. Nice. And the kid's he's 64 pounds. He could do a standing back 64 pounds. He's a little, little guy. The AZT hasn't kicked in yet? No. <laughs> they got him. He's just taking PEDs, actually. So, But he could do a standing backflip, right? Right. Like, literally, he could do a backflip. And I want to... I'm almost... Like tempted to be like have him do a backflip into a double leg to like to like to like <laughs> start dazzle, the match just to dazzle the you know I don't want to get a billion hits on YouTube and then we could like we can I can go in with him on it and like right. for like but I know I don't know that's like illegal he might back he might actually kick the kid in the face if he does it the wrong way right. but it, I no one will be able to defend it I think if, if a kid does a backflip you're just gonna be standing like what the what, fuck what the heck and then he just on? shoots a double right I think that would be a I think I, mean, I don't know if it's not illegal I don't know there's no rule saying there's you no can't rules that you, could, you, you can't, can't do a backflip. Flip. Yeah, during a match. Right. So I'm, I'm thinking about possibly having him do it. So uh, <laughs> speaking of the fights last week, uh, have you watched you watch the fights? I watched some of them. I didn't watch all of them. All right. Well, the big controversy was the over the weekend was Stoolgate. Yeah. Um, and Nolan you know Barrow what? Just sitting on the stool. Yeah. When I, I first mean, he might watched, might have been able it. to catch the whole fight if he would have got off the stool immediately. <laughs> exactly. He spent an extra thirty seconds on the stool, and they say it's the oldest trick in the book. And it is. Dana White even said it is the oldest trick in the book. However, the UFC cut man, they said put too much Vaseline on him to wish John McCarthy. They're saying it was his fault. I I, I texted Tim. He's pissed. He's really yeah. pissed about the whole thing. Um, however, there's now Glovegate, uh, where Tim there's a video. Gloves. Of Tim Kennedy holding Yoel's glove down, he's holding his inside of his glove right. down and hitting him with uppercuts. Which 
They said if he, if he had to hold the glove down, he wouldn't have got the uppercuts. But I don't know. I think the stool thing, the glove thing could have been an accident. I, I, I want to say maybe your hand got caught in a guy's glove. And at that point, what do you do? Right. I don't think he really practiced putting your hand in a guy's glove and hitting him. I, I would like to think he didn't practice. Although Tim Kennedy is a very sly fox. He's crafty. Uh, but that was bullshit. Sitting on a stool for an extra 30 seconds. Come on, son. Yeah. People were actually making really funny jokes. There's actually a Twitter account, Tim Kennedy's, st- I mean, Yoro Romero's stool. And, um, <laughs> and his stool has a Twitter account. Yeah, and I actually hilarious. follow him. And he's got some funny <laughs> stuff. Uh, people were saying things like the stool got the performance of the night bonus. Uh, but the funny part was that Yoro Romero shit himself the last fight, or allegedly shit himself. So then as soon as that happened, I'm like, why can't this guy control his stools? It was... <laughs> I was like, dude, you, I was like, you're giving me. It was, I was so right. proud of that joke. Uh, but seriously. Um, <laughs> he hits himself and he can't get off the stool. Come on, that's great. Right. People were saying that the stool has a, is up for a Bellator title shot. And, and then someone had a really funny one, that the stool spent more time in the octagon than Mezugaki. That's hilarious. Uh, which actually, speaking right. of which, wow. Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz is back with a vengeance. He's back. I mean, I was so happy for that guy because I hung out with him. And he is he actually is one of the nicest, most humble dudes. He brought his mom to the MMA Awards. That was his date. Everybody else had their dates and these hot girls, and he had his mom. And I thought that was so cute. He's such a nice guy, and he's yeah. such a real guy. Dominic Cruz is the real deal. There's no air about him. Uh, he's just... He's just a... Uh, He's just that guy. He's just that guy who's just a nice kid, and I was really, really proud of him. He proved me wrong because I thought Mizugaki, you know, had stayed busier um, throughout the months or the years that yeah. Dominic was out, and I, so uh, I thought that Dominic was going to have a harder time than he did. But he proved me wrong. I can't wait for his next fight in 2019. <laughs> but. I like Cruz. The funny part was that he called out Team Alpha Fails afterwards. Uh, so you know Uriah called an emergency meeting at the at the, uh, at the tree treehouse. House. Yeah, that was I got three hundred retweets. That's I was so hilarious. proud of that. But seriously, uh, and then Team Alpha Male, uh, their Twitter account goes ha ha ha. They laughed at that. I, nice. They got a good sport. But that's gonna be T.J. Dillashaw versus Cruz. Is I, I can't wait for that fight. Holy shit, I can't wait for that fight. That'll be a good fight. I don't know who wins that fight. At this point, I don't think anybody has Dillashaw's number. Um, really? Have you seen Cruz's fight? Uh, well, yeah. And now they say, like, you know, on, like, on the, the underground, they say, like, uh, motivated BJ Penn, or they say, like, like uh, pre-stomach AIDS Brock, or, like, they... they <laughs> They have oh that they, they have ways of describing guys. <laughs> but now they have Cruz is like, I was blacked out. They have blackout Cruz. Like guys that are unstoppable. Right. Blackout Cruz, That's motivated funny. pen, pre stomach gaze Brock. Those are uh That's funny. Yeah, that yeah, that is pretty funny. Um <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know about that fight. Honestly, I do not know who wins that fight. Because I would say TJ has better I want to say he has better sparring guys, but Alliance has a bunch of beasts over there with Miles Jury and Norman Park and uh, Jeremy Stevens, and that's just I'm not, I'm leaving out tons of guys. I'm sure, you know, Team Alpha Male. You got you got Uriah and Mendez and TJ Benavidez. and Benavides. I, I would say it's almost equal in sparring. Yeah. Um, you got big. I mean, Dominic has bigger guys, right? I mean, Castillo's a bigger guy. I I don't know who wins that fight. I mean, you got to give the advantage to, of wrestling to TJ, being that he was a college wrestler, but then there's MMA wrestling. I would say foot speed, you got to go to Dominic. But the way that um, 
uh, what's Dillashaw. the name? Dillashaw has been with Dwayne Ludwig. Yeah. I mean, his striking has dramatically improved. It's a great fight. I, great I fight. can't call that fight. Too that, close to call. Um, but it's so funny because he said Team Alpha Fail, and then someone wrote, it took you three years to think of that. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I, I just love the Dude, fact that he doesn't... funny, man. Oh, God. People have me... Some of my people on Twitter, like they don't realize that, like... like Number one, times I'll make myself laugh, but I'll put stuff and they'll write me back and they'll have me crying, like right. literally tearing, laughing. Right. So thank you guys on Twitter for always making me laugh. Uh, honestly, you guys really do make me laugh. Well, as much as you say I make you laugh, you guys make me laugh too. It's uh, it, we're, we're, we're both having orgasms here. Now, um, <laughs> Kat Zingano. She looked great too. I told you. I, I, I wanted Amanda to win just because she's been on our podcast right. before. I like, remember her? Yeah. She was a girl that was like in a store. We were asking about her boyfriend. She kept laughing right. and like she was training in somewhere in Florida. But you, you know what? That first round, she was. Cat was in trouble. She was beasting on Kat Zingano. Yeah. Beasting on her. That girl's, that girl's no joke, Amanda Nunez. Uh, so it's now the saying it's going to be Cat versus Ronda. Uh, I mean, I've been, that's the one I've been waiting for. January. Third, they're saying it, which I think will be the same card with uh, Daniel Daniel Cormier, yeah, John Jones. It'd be a great card. Uh, If that's going to be in Vegas, we should go to that. Yes, we should definitely go. Well, I'm playing that that weekend at the LA Comedy Club. He asked me just the other day if I wanted to work it with you. Really? Yeah, he sent me a message. He's like, "You want to work that week with Adam? I think there's some MMA thing going on out there." Oh, really? Yeah. Want to do it? Hell yeah, let's do it. It'll be fun. (laughs) Yeah, as long as it doesn't affect my money. Uh, But. but, but, He said he was split right down the middle. Oh, great. Awesome. So um, now uh, who wins that fight? Ronda Rousey versus Kat Zagato? I got to say Ronda. Sorry, Kat. Yeah. What? Heather? Okay. I I, got to say Ronda. I I, I like that fight a lot. Uh, Kat's got heart. Kat's got everything. She's she's a great fighter. I just don't think she's at the level of Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Ronda's on a whole nother level. Uh, I don't think that anybody's going to beat Ronda for a minute, but... I think that Kat Zingano is going to give her more of a run for her money than 90% of the other people. Well, the last girl lasted 16 seconds. Right. The other one lasted 30 seconds. Right. Uh, but Kat's but a beast, man. Kat's a beast, but Kat lost the first round against Amanda. She lost the first round against Misha Tate. She needed to get beat up a little bit to get herself in gear. Yeah, but if she gets beat up in that first right. round... I guess Ronda. She, she, <laughs> she's she, not going to make it she's to the not, second. There's no second round. <laughs> you, can't, you can't give away a first round against Ronda Rousey. Right. She's too dangerous. At the same time... Nobody is unbeatable, right? And 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 honestly, put yourself in Ronda Rousey's position, where the entire world is telling you how great you are. Thank God for her mother to tell her, like waking her up with arm bars every day, right. and, and to keeping her in check. Otherwise, we're looking at a Mike Tyson situation. <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm, I'm not saying that Ronda would go out and allegedly rape someone, but 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 I'm saying <laughs> we're looking at a situation where the the whole world is telling you that you're the greatest, right. and it's everybody that we've had on the podcast so far. All the old timers. What do they always say? I started to believe my own hype. Yeah. And Mark Coleman, Kevin Randleman, Jens Pulver. I mean. We're talking about guys that not people that just happen. And I was to, hoping that was going to be the case with McGregor, Conor that McGregor. He, that he was believing his own hype, but it turns out. All right, okay, Conor, but Conor has won four fights so far in the UFC. Yeah, let's let's uh, th- four fights he's won. Not that Conor isn't looking amazing. Yeah, he looks and good. I'm not hating on Conor McGregor. It is fun to I hate wanna, on him I wanna, though I wanna, because I want to hate on him. Well, it's it, look when a guy is that arrogant. 
and a guy tells you how great he is and starts telling you to call the round and says that you know Jose Aldo was basic and this guy's a bum <laughs> and this guy's a journeyman and Cubs and he said Poirier's got a pee head and Cub Swanson's <laughs> Cub Swanson's ugly and 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 Frank when a guy starts going off at everybody it's hard to not make fun of that person because right. that's what we do especially as comedians right. you bring down the guy at the top that's just that's just the way it is and especially the, the arrogant guy the guy who, who tells you how 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 great he is. That's that's right. part of the it's part of the game. And that's why it's fun making fun of John Jones. And that's why it's fun making fun of Conor McGregor. And that's why it's not as fun making fun of I don't know uh, who, who who's who's a humble guy uh, Daniel Cormier or someone like yeah. that who's a little more more humble and down to earth. But Conor McGregor, man. Although I I still have to see him against a guy like Nick Lentz. Like someone like uh, he needs to really be tested. A Chad Mende a wrestler. A Chad Mendez, a Nick Lentz, a Frankie Edgar, uh, even a even a Clay Guida, and I, I think he beats Clay Guida at this point. But don't forget, Clay Guida beat Anthony Pettis, you know, uh, who I believe at that point was more impressive than Conor McGregor. Now, if Conor McGregor wasn't from Ireland and didn't have the entire country of Ireland behind him, right. would everyone be talking about Conor McGregor? Let's 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 be honest. I mean, he would still be a great prospect. He would still be the man. But would Dana White be saying this guy's bigger than GSP and Brock Lesnar? I mean, let's, you know, maybe his ego, okay? But the actual, come on. Let, right, I feel you. So I, I, I'm not hating on him. I'm not, it is what it is. Look, there are plenty of comedians out there that are, that are, that, that, uh, are, you know, I wouldn't say a big fish in a small pond, but they're the only Indian, or they're not the only, but they're one, you know, they're, they're, they're big in certain demographics and certain regions, and they stand out more. And that's just the way life is. I'm not going to complain about it. Right. You know, who, it's, it's just the way life is. What's the point of complaining? Life's not fair. Life is fucking not fair. But, <laughs> you know. Spoken like a man who's been kicked in the nuts a few times. Yeah, but... give me a break. <laughs> Speaking of not fair, Shlomenko got knocked out in 30 seconds. Boom! There's a guy in Bellator who had not lost in nine years, who then fights Tito Ortiz and is now has been knocked out in 30 seconds. If you don't think MMA is a mental game, Jesus, what a mental game it is. Shlomenko. You know, that was... Uh, that was uh, I'll tell you what, what fight I was a little upset about with Man, was Manny Gambarian yeah. versus Cody Gibson. Manny stood I, us I up at the Cody podcast. I want a Cody because Manny stood us up at the podcast. That's, that's it. <laughs> and I like Cody. Stand us up, you should get knocked. It out. seems like a nice kid. Yeah, uh, but Cody was winning that fight. He was he was winning that fight. Uh, he was dominating that fight. It was one of those. It was another thing with Edmund. Not to knock Jake's trainer, but you have a guy who has world class judo. Who's one of the best in the world at one point, or it was a you know not best in the world, but an amazing judoka, right? In a boxing match, getting lit up on his feet, right? And then what happens? The second round, he last second pulls a pulls a guillotine, and you know Cody had if Cody hadn't tapped, it was four seconds left. I think he wins that fight because he's up two rounds to nothing, even with that guillotine. Uh, if I'm if I'm I, I don't understand that that philosophy of take a guy who's not a boxer. And put him in a boxing match. Right. I, sorry, uh, you know I would love to hear Jake's Jake's take on it next week. I'm sure Jake will. will, will maybe, I don't know if he'll disagree or what, but it just it just doesn't make any sense. Does it make any sense to you? Of course, nah, doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, it, but it happens all the time. Yeah, but it seems like it's happening a lot with this one camp. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Jay, yeah. And Jay. I mean, Shayna Baszler is a catch wrestler, right. and she's on her feet. Uh, the other girl was a, and, a Muay Thai and, and champion. Uh, the other girl, Jessamyn Duke, doesn't kick in the fight. Uh, Jake, Jake with Jake, uh, Robbie Lawler, collegiate wrestler. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if he's a I think he's a black belt. Jake, a brown belt, black belt. Uh, trains with Cordero and uh, Verdum and all these monsters. Boxing, I, I understand, but that like boxing is an important part of MMA. But if I'm a guy who spent 25 years doing fucking catch wrestling and a year doing boxing, guess what I'm going to rely on? My my catch wrestling. And, and that's just, that's look. Or you might be so like confident and, and um, high on your boxing skills that you think you have that you want to go in there and show the world, I'm not just a wrestler. Look what I can do. Great. And then, when, and then as you walk into the wood chipper and get busted up. And as you're lying down, right. counting the fucking <laughs> the lights on the ceiling, the ceiling fan, you're, you're going, man, maybe that was a fucking mistake. Right. And, uh, you know, look, who I'm not there. I'm not at the camp. So, therefore, my opinion, take it for what it's worth. Are okay? you still on 10th Planet? I, I, I haven't been going as of late because of my improv class and my comedy and this, that. But I'm, I'm going to go back this week. I, I still enjoy it. My, my, my trainer uh, broke his knee or got knee surgery or something, so they have a new guy in. But I'm, I'm going to go back this week. I'm enjoying it. Nice. I, you know, I love it. I, I, I do love it when I, when, I, when I actually do it. Now, uh... Heather Joe Clark, we are going to call right now. She's calling me right now, so let's uh, let's hit her up. So our next guest is a uh, a beautiful fighter slash artist slash photographer on the Ultimate Fighter, who is getting under everyone's skin. Heather Joe Clark, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good, good. Now uh, let's talk for now. What's going on? Where wh- where are you right now? How have you been training? Talk to me. Well, um, I'm in Las Vegas and I am training. I am training at my team, uh, Trin Couture, and I get out to LA sometimes and I get to train with uh, original sensei Benny the Jet and go and train with Go Four and Gene LaBelle and stuff with those guys sometimes as well. Nice. Now you're living with Misha Tate now, right now, correct? Yes, I just um, just joined her household for the meantime. They're actually uh, just bought a house, and as soon as they move out into that house, then I'll have like the master bedroom, of course, and I think there'll be some other fighters and stuff moving in. So she's just kind of in a transitional um, state right now. But yeah, it's been great. You know, Brian and her are, are fantastic people, and they got two little dogs, and the dogs get along really well uh, or fairly well with my. My big dog, so it's it's good. It's been uh, it's been a full house. We got a couple other people down from Washington, and another girl, Chelsea Bailey, one of my teammates as well. So it's uh, it's been quite the full house. Do you have a, a a blender with you? You know, we have a couple blenders in the house, and you know, it's funny. Uh, the other day, I was blending some beans of all things, and 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 Brent uh, and uh, Brian's blender, and the blender like broke. It like literally Ooh. broke on us, and. It's just in the fa- our faces, but it, it started working again. I don't know. It's just it's kind of weird. <laughs> nice. Now, um, now, were you uh, were you watching the fights last week with Brian when Manny Gambarian called him out? Uh, no, actually, I wasn't. Um, I don't think I don't know if Brian was there yet, but I was. Uh, I wasn't next to him when that happened. Uh, I would love to get his reaction on that. <laughs> now, I know you'd love reaction. You should help yourself. 
I should. I, I, I've asked Brian plenty of times to come on the podcast. I'm a, I'm a fan of. We had Misha on. She yelled at us for an hour. Um, <laughs> scolded us. She scolded us. Uh, but I would love to get Brian on the show. I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of Brian. I, I like I like Caraway. I, I like all fighters. Now now speaking of which, it seems that you're. Now what's going on on the show? It seems like you're getting picked on. The girls are mad at you. And I know there's a preview of you in a, uh, a uh, an ice bucket or something, an ice bath, and and Angela Magana is going crazy on you. Why is everyone so mean to you? Um, you know, they're just, they're just different. There's a different breed than I am. You know, I was born, um, and raised differently. And, uh, you know, I'm a little bit intimidating, I guess, with, with the confidence that I, that I carry in myself as, um, an independent person. And just, you know, I guess, um, they just couldn't deal with it. I was too bright. My light was too bright. I was finding them. So they were trying to dim me down and, Unfortunately, that doesn't work. Um, so next time I'll bring sunglasses. Maybe that will help. <laughs> but I've hung out with you before, and, and you've been nothing but a sweetheart. Honestly, you've been a, a nice person. You're always very sweet and kind and caring. I, I honestly, I, I, I watch this show, and it just seems like all these. It's like almost like you came in there, and Felice didn't like you, so she immediately turned her friends against you. And it seemed like a lot of the girls was, are just picking on you. I don't honestly. I don't think it was that. I don't think it was Felice turning them against me at all um i mean maybe she had some some say in it but honestly i think it's just it's just a different of personalities really that's all you know and that, i mean that's just normal and we're not not everyone's going to get along um and not everyone's going to want to hang out with each other and live people um you know just are different people and i'm just very 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 different than those girls so that's you know that's all it is but i mean what is i mean let's talk about it for a little bit like what what, what makes you so different than them um, well, I, I just carry myself different. I, I don't, I choose not to be, you know, crude and, and talk about certain things, um, and be degrading to other women, um, or other women in the sport. I'm, you know, I, I have been judgmental and, and I'm not perfect, you know, and, you know, I did do some, some judging uh, of police and she did it back to me and, you know, when it kind of went back and forth, but I'm not one of those people that's going to like just continuously try to pick on someone even though they're not giving any reaction back and um see that's just kind of what they did they 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 tried to bully me you know they tried to um they tried to make me feel bad on purpose like the things that they were talking about was and and mocking me with it was like they were purposely just just trying to get a rise out of me and I, i don't know man but that just doesn't seem right like it doesn't seem like that's that's something people should do to each other just uh it just doesn't seem right. So I'm not I'm not that type of person. I don't like to go out and try to make people feel bad. I'm actually the opposite of that. I like to go out and make people feel good about themselves. You know, as a photographer, um, that's what I do. I, I find good angles of people. I, I find, you know, the good side of them, and, and I bring out their personalities. And, um, you know, I, I that's what I love. And, and in theater, you know, I make people have actual feelings and want to, like, um, get inspired to do things through through you know, um, the passion that I, that I portray and the things that I do. So I, I don't know, I guess that's the biggest difference is that I'm out there to try to inspire and help people feel better. And, and those girls, um, kind of do the opposite. But like when Rowdy Beck called you a cunt, right. On, uh, on like Twitter, uh, Can you what is that word? Uh, yeah, I mean that's what, I mean that's what she said. I mean that right? I could say so. Like she, so she calls you a cunt on Twitter, right? I, I, I mean, why is that? Why is she calling you that? Or I mean, why do you think she's calling you that? I overheard. I 
overheard a conversation in um, on the show and, and Beck talking about it, and I guess, you know, that word's a little bit, used a little bit looser, and, God, that's kind of a... Uh, <laughs> uh, There's nothing like a loose it, cunt. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, shit. Adam? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I had to change over my to my uh, earphone. Right. Um, she she uses that word a little bit more loosely because I think in in Australia and, and in Europe and places it's it's something that you know I don't know she, she very well very well could have meant it the same way that it's used here and to be honest I really don't care um, but I don't know I I don't know what she means by that I, I wish she would use words and actually explain a little bit more what about like what I did you know this oh this small talk and like what are you talking about you're 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 doing small talk by complaining about small talk like it's it's so hypocritical and 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 just really doesn't make any sense um to be honest i i don't really know what exactly i did um but just like i said i think just being myself and um being a leader is you know that's that's there's something wrong with that no that's just something that i was raised um to be and 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 portrayed you know my whole life as, as a, le- a leader so um, they don't like that, then they, they don't have to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's sort of like, that's one of the reasons I hated high school. I, I liked I liked most of high school, but one of the things I hated about high school is that you were forced to be with people that you didn't have to, once you got in the real world, you'd have to actually see them every day. You know, even right. when I was on Last Comic Standing, I'm like, I'm never going to, like, that's the about the show is that you're kind of forced to be around people that you wouldn't necessarily choose to be around. Um, Sometimes you got to be around people that you don't like. I mean, in, in the workplace, and when you, you know, there's always going to be people that you got to deal with that that yeah. are different than you, and that you know. Um, I've learned to be a lot, a lot less confrontational, um, and that usually kind of you can deal with people that you don't like a lot easier when you don't aren't confrontational. I've learned in the last few years, but you know, yeah, you're always going to deal with people you don't like, and um, you just there's got to be a way of dealing with them, and. I've been learning that it's the less that you judge, the less that you expect certain people to be or expect anybody to be a certain way, um, then you have less of a letdown, you know. So I've been trying to, like, go through life a lot less judging and, and uh, judgmental and, and just kind of appreciate yeah. everyone as a different flower. <laughs> oh, good for you. Aww. Yeah, well, I would, if, if I did that, I would, I'd be a terrible comedian because I get paid to judge people. So <laughs> now what exactly uh, – now where did you grow up? I grew up in L.A. mostly. Um, I lived in North Dakota for 7th grade, 8th grade, ninth grade. Moved back to L.A., um, you know, played hockey with the boys growing up in, in high school and played softball and stuff. And, and then after that, I moved back to the Midwest and played hockey, Division One in college. Um, ice hockey? Ice hockey, yeah. Well, that's my sport. Yeah, T-Rex was also a college ice hockey player, right? Oh, yeah? Where did you play? Uh, I didn't play for college but i played all throughout my college years i played for a team called the uh hampton roads admirals the hampton admirals and the echl oh wow cool i played um wait hampton where is that that's uh, in virginia 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 beach area nice yeah hockey is a great sport i miss it i really wish i could play at least a little bit maybe once a week i'm going to try to get on like a team out here in, in vegas so you were so you were a college hockey star, and then you also were a theater major. Yeah. So after college, uh, I played a couple of years, and then I realized, you know, uh, that there were some opportunities to play professionally in Canada. So I went up to Canada and played up there. And then nice. um, I was 
up, up there playing, I, I got an opportunity to, to go to Switzerland and play. And so I went and played in Switzerland. And then I came back and I go, all right, I'm done with this. It's just, like too political. This is crap. So I, I went and started, uh, I finished my degree in theater, yeah, at, at Cal State Northridge in L.A. And um, once I graduated, I realized uh, I didn't want to do the acting thing the way that everybody else does it and, you know, the whole auditioning process. And um, I, I worked for L.A. Casting. I was actually uh, the assistant, personal assistant to the owner of that. So I got to really, I was really in the business, and, and I just really just didn't like it. Um, and that I'd love to do movies. I just don't want to do the traditional way of getting there, you know. So I, I decided to uh, move to Maui and do photography something that I'd always loved to do and lived out there for a couple of years and was very successful running a surf school, doing photos of the surfers, of ATV uh, adventures, uh, zip line, family portraits, underwater photography. I, you know, I just, I kind of, I worked hard out there, but I had a lot of fun and then uh, moved back to LA a few years later and, um, you know, c- concentrated on doing photography again and, and then have that like active lifestyle of surfing every day. Uh, ended up, uh, you know, was gaining a little bit of weight and decided that when I, when it was time to lose it, I ended up in an MMA gym downtown LA. And that's kind of how I started. Wait, so how old, how old were you when you, when you started MMA? You really going to ask me that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 41. Uh, the only reason I'm going to answer is because I hope it inspires other women that are 28 because I was 28 when I started. Wow. Uh, you started when you were 28 and you're in the UFC. That's fucking amazing. It is amazing, but she's a hockey player, so Doesn't she's, matter. Tough, she's tough as nails. I don't care. That's still amazing. Thank you, Adam. You know, it, it is amazing, and I don't want to, like, pat my all back, but it is uh, it is quite quite the accomplishment, and I, I'm proud of myself that I was able to really uh, make the sacrifices and dedicate myself so much um, that I, I put myself in the right places and, and trained with the right people and you know, became um, the fighter that I am today, and and it didn't it didn't happen overnight, but it it took a lot of sweat and, and tears and and uh, a lot of like I said, a lot of sacrifice. So, so I, uh, I I watched, and then you lost your first fight. You won your last your your, your next four. Uh, your the, the the one of the fights you knocked out a girl in ten seconds. That was pretty awesome. That was thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that, was <fun. laughs> that was badass. You um, I remember you one uh, your fight with uh, Felice, the first one. You had her in the first. You you had her took her down. You that fight was almost stopped in the first. You you were you were pounding on her. Uh, you had John Dotson in in, in uh, your corner, which I thought was pretty cool too. Yeah. Uh, but then did now you 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 broke your arm in that fight? You said. Yeah, I broke the radius um, in my right arm on an overhand right in the second minute of the second round, and then I fought for like eight minutes with it broken, and now I have a steel plate and six screws in it. Um, so it was quite broken, but. You know, I, I I come to the to the corner like after the second round, and my wrist like turns 360, and I can feel the oh. bones. And I say to John, luckily my dad couldn't come in in, in the cage that day because he would have stopped the fight. But he was, you know, it was just John. And I said, John, John, uh, arms broke, and he said, he like lifts his eyebrows up, and he says, all right, well, uh, we'll deal with that later. Uh, now I just want <laughs> oh you to, you know, I want you to go out there and hit her with it. And I said, yes, sir. Dotson's so, uh, a tough dude. That was that was it. <laughs> so, what was it like training over at Greg Jackson's? Uh, Jackson Winkle Johns is, is quite uh, an un, unreal experience being a, a part of that team because there's just so many uh, amazing, talented people, and uh, we have such an amazing. They had such an amazing women's team, and it was really a big decision for me to to leave that gym. Um, 
but I, I, I believe that, you know, I was, I was going to start a photography studio here in Vegas. Um, I needed to, you know, think about my future and, and starting to set up something uh, for me to have when I, you know, I get done fighting. I didn't know if the UFC was in, in the future or not, so it was something that I, I needed to make some money and continue to support myself while I was fighting. So that was a big step uh, and a big reason why I left. But um, it's amazing, you know, those coaches, the, the coaches, not just Greg Jackson or, or, or Mike Winkledon, but Chris Luttrell and um, some of the other uh, assistant coaches there were just uh, surreal. You know, they're really... Now, did you really train with Holly Holm at all? I'm sorry? You train with Holly Holm at all? Yeah, Holly was one of my main par- uh, sparring partners, you know. She's a big reason for uh, for my success. Uh, you know, her, Michelle Watterson, um and Julie Ketsey, uh, you know, Jody Escabel. I mean, those girls were, yeah, those those were my, main, my, my main sparring partners. Now, Edmund, they, they uh, Edmund recently said that Ronda Rousey could beat Holly Holm in a boxing match. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, I mean, That's the, really funny. It's really funny. I mean, is, is there any truth to that or no? Is that a joke, Adam? No, I swear. No, I'm not even a joke. That's what Edmund said that. Well, Edmund's funny. Um, Holly, I, I've seen Holly, uh, drop dudes and she's, she's incredible. She's an incredible athlete. She's probably the hardest working athlete I have ever met in my life. Um, on top of being the hardest working athlete, she's one of the most athletic freaking athletes, men or women, um, that I've ever met. And she's just, she has a work ethic, um, beyond, uh, anyone. And, so and, she doesn't beat Rhonda you know, in boxing? She would definitely beat Ronda at boxing. She would definitely beat Ronda in kickboxing. And I will say right now, she will beat her in MMA. Mm. Whoa. Shots fired. <laughs> click, click. Yeah. I just ran into Holly, actually, a few days ago. I was in, and it was in the MGM uh, after weigh-ins, actually. And I, I walked walk by, and I see her there. She she came in town for a shotgun wedding, I guess, for, for a friend. And um, I got to sit and talk to her a little bit. It was great. It was great to see her. She's She's an incredible person, and um, I, I believe with her skill, her her um, like her focus, and and with Winklejohn behind her, I believe that they will could figure out a way uh, to game plan to to beat Ronda uh, when when the time is right. Now, now living with uh, Caraway and Misha, do you hear them having sex at all? Um, did you say something? I'm sorry. I, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 living with living with Brian Caraway and Misha Tate, do you hear them having? Are they just crazy? I, Wild sex parties. Still, uh, we're having a really bad. Uh-huh. Oh, come on! I think you might want to uh, try try something else. I can't hear you. Is Caraway a power bottom? <laughs> oh my god! No. Do you have a boyfriend? Or no? Now, do you have a boyfriend? Are you single? Who do you do? Do they fight? I'm single. Really? Actually. Nice. Yeah. Are you looking yeah. for a man or, or are you a woman? What kind, what kind you know, of? I'm not looking. I'm not looking for a man. It would be amazing to have, uh, you know, an amazing man come into my life and sweep me off my feet, like, you know, in those all those movies. Right. You heard it here first. She <laughs> come wants, on, on his horse. She wants a guy um, to give her a leg sweep. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's a hard situation to be in. You know, it's um, it's hard because I've dated guys that weren't fighters and. You know, they, they kind of get intimidated either by me or by the, the guys that I'm training with. I don't get intimidated at all. Oh. <laughs> are you asking me out, Adam? Well, yeah, why not? Well, do you want to go out? <laughs> Where are you taking me? Uh, I don't know. We'll give, we'll, I don't know. We could hang out. We could go to a movie or something or Chili's. dinner. Comedy uh, show. Denny's. 
a comedy show? A little nice club? Ooh, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm down. Nice. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be. It'll be. It'll be fun. Now, um, I was now. Well, have you dated any fighters before? Yes, I have. I was in a really long relationship with uh, uh, John Wood Jacksons. Oh, a couple what? Huh? A couple just dis- a couple <laughs> distractions. You said. I didn't say that. I said that I was in a relationship, a long relationship with somebody at Jackson. Oh, 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 we're at Greg Jackson's. Who? <laughs> uh, Diego Brandao. Oh my God! Really, Diego Brandao. The, the, yep. How did that go? Um, well, he he came over. You know, I guess he was in San Antonio. He was training with um, like a guy who's like his brother, Rodrigo, Rodrigo Pierno. Yeah. And um, Leonard and Cowboy came through. I guess I think one of them was fighting in San Antonio, possibly. And they came to the gym, and then Diego had sparred them, and they were like, "Oh my God, we got to get this guy out to Albuquerque." So they brought him out and sort of like scrape and punk ass and tap out and, and then I like the tap out bus and stuff. So they brought Diego out and then I, I think like the second day, he couldn't even very well but the first day, he walks into the gym and I just kind of like saw this guy and I was like, wow, this, he's an interesting um, looking person in the sense of like just, you can see his, his you know, intensity in his, in his eyes kind of, you know. Yeah, he was and the guy that threatened to murder uh, Dustin Poirier, right? Didn't he say he was, was going to like decapitate him before the fight or something or... Chop off yeah, his... well, that's just that's a whole thing. Like, you, you, have you ever watched the Tyson documentary? Yeah. It, Diego has like a love for Mike Tyson, and he used to watch that that uh, documentary a lot. And I think uh, I think you know before that fight, there was a lot of issues. I was actually there. Um, I was trying to help him cut weight, and he was overweight and stuff. But he um, he didn't. He knew that he wasn't prepared like he was normally prepared for a fight. And so he thought if he could do something to get into his head, um, very much like Mike Tyson did and um, even Ali did before their fight, his fight, you know, I think Diego was just trying to um, Use give it, himself right. a little bit better chances in, in, in that case. But he's, he's known to be a little bit mouthy and, and, and obviously passionate and, and stuff like that. But that was that was that was the worst one. And, and I know he apologized for that, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to insult that guy. Uh, <laughs> that guy, that's a scary guy, Diego Brandao. That guy is uh, very intimidating. I was actually surprised in the Conor McGregor fight, that that fight, I thought Diego was going to do better. Yeah, I did too. I did too. But, you know, I, there was something else going on there too. I, I, I mean, he wasn't training at Jackson. Um, he, before the fight, because I watched it actually during the filming of Tough, and uh, you know, I have Ashling there, like, like rooting for uh, Connor, and like, literally stayed up to like twelve o'clock at night. Which, when I was in the house, I was going to sleep by eleven, so I was like barely able to stay awake. And Diego just wasn't there. You know, I think just the it's got to be tough fighting Connor in, in Ireland. Are you kidding me? Like, you saw the fans were like here yeah. in Ireland. I mean, I was here for that, and um, they the Irish fans are, are crazy. So. I think that was that was probably really hard for him, and I know he he bowed to him before the fight in the cage, and he he also laughed at him, and that was that was not like Diego. Usually Diego's like a pit bull, you know. He's Vandalay Silva, fucking like I'm gonna kill you, um, and let's do this. And and I didn't see that, and I, I knew I knew before the fight when I saw that that. All right, so back to you, back there. to you. All right, so you're uh, yeah. so you're looking for a guy right now that's. Um, <laughs> It's I'm not looking. I am just. I have a mission, and that mission is, um, you know, 
becoming the, the champ of this division, and uh, that's really the only thing I'm looking for at the moment. But if someone were to come and be really sweet and and amazing, um, I probably would be open to it. And, and, and funny? Do you, do you like funny guys? <laughs> funny is definitely, um, that's definitely one of the top three important nice. things as well. What are the other two? Um, I think Driven is, you know, it's funny, I was talking to Misha about this yesterday, but Driven is definitely number one, I think. Driven um, and whatever it is that they they are passionate about is Driven is one. Two is Intelligent. Uh, three you're, is You're funny. done on number two. Yeah, I have, I have two out of three. <laughs> and then four would definitely be, you know, like, um, obviously just attractive and, and what would I find attractive. Oh, I and guess. then uh, what, what about what about being yeah. well-endowed? Is that, does, that, does that count or...? What is it? Being well endowed is that a big thing for you? Or? Well hung. Bone. Bo- what are you? I, I honestly I didn't even hear what you. Well said. endowed. The guy who's the guy who's. Well endowed. Yes. Oh oh. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well um, you know, I mean, that's not. It, it, what's that saying? It's not the the size of the ship that matters. Yeah, right? yeah. I, that's bullshit. No girl wants to sail the world in a raft. Right. Okay. <laughs> in, so, a, in a dinghy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's complete crap. Um, I, I don't usually <laughs> talk about these types of things publicly. Oh, all right, cool. That's what makes our show amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, we listen. Exactly. Go on the other shows. I'll talk to you about. So, how's your training going? But, we, but you know, it's okay to say that you know a good sex, a healthy sex life is very important in a relationship. Mm. And I think you know that comes back to like my boudoir photography and stuff. It's like um, I add a lot of romance and sexiness back into people's lives just from taking amazing photos of of, uh, of women. So I know, you know, I'm a big big advocate of, of feeling um, sexy and, and being able to express your sexuality. But, um, hmm. yeah, you know, do it with class. <laughs> All right. All right, good. Oh, well, listen, Heather, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, I am a fan of yours. Uh, I think you're. I think you're a really cool chick. I think you're being misunderstood, but I think people are are like gonna see. Maybe they're just no, hating on her because she has because her uh, rise to fame in the in the UFC. Thank you. Well, I, I appreciate you guys having me. I, I'm a big fan of yours as well, Adam. Oh, and, thanks. Uh, I, I think you're really funny, and um, mm. I, I enjoy listening <laughs> to you. To you. Mm, thank you very um, much. But you know, I, I, I do believe I've been. I'm very, very misunderstood in life. I believe that on the show, um, I'm not, it's not about misunderstanding. It's just about difference of personality. Hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a sad thing that, that those, that they are literally trying to, uh, to get a rise out of me and hurt my feelings. Um, that's wrong. And that's, that's what I, I hope to get out to people in the world that, you know, bullying is, is not the answer to happiness. It's not going to make you ultimately feel better about yourself by trying to, break down somebody else and that's right um you know yeah. dude just be nice there's a new campaign i'm doing with anti-bullying and it's, it's called dude be nice is so, it really uh, called dude be nice yeah that's good dude be nice you, you should yeah. they should compare with dude wipes they should get together <laughs> with dude wipes dude be nice dude wipes dude where's my car fucking dude give me a handy dude wipes but, i'm just uh, saying listen uh heather uh, when, when you come back to LA, we should we should hang out when you get back in LA. When are you back in? All right, let's do it. Let's do it. I, I'm I was gonna come back this week, and then I just actually got um, I'm doing an appearance with Frank Mir on Friday at the Fright Dome. So everybody that's listening in Vegas, come out to the Fright Dome on Friday night and meet Frank and I. So 
Yeah, nice. and then maybe uh, maybe Saturday I'll head out to LA. Nice. Sure. Well, hopefully I'll see you Saturday. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Heather Joe Clark, and that J the Joe is J O, so it's Heather J O Clark, and then Instagram, same Heather Joe Clark, and then also. Um, do me a favor and get on Score and download uh, download the app Score and get on there and follow me. And well, what is the Score, photos. by the way? Everyone yeah, keeps yeah. talking about so Score. score too. Okay, so Score is this amazing company, that, and why they're so amazing is, you know, they're another social network, uh, very similar to Twitter or Facebook. Um, but the great thing is that they're they're spending all their marketing money um, with athletes. So, so they're paying you guys. Out, they're paying us to to post and and to uh, to get our names and to build our brand. So. They're they're actually helping us um, do what we already do. But how do how how do I get paid for yeah, this? How are you, uh, how much are you getting paid? Like not to pry into your personal business, but I mean, are they hooking you up or are they just like for every time well, you make a post, you say thirty deal. cents. Everyone has a different deal depending on their social media uh, following and, and whatnot. So I used to wrestle in high school. Do I get paid? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, just spread the word. It really helps. It will help all all athletes, and I think it's an amazing way for. I think that. The company, I think it's great that they're doing that. That they're really trying to help athletes. Like they're literally, you know, um, spending their dollar on on us and helping us build our brand. Excuse me. When they could be very well, um, you know, spending it on on uh, advertising dollars and magazines to commercials and stuff like that. So um, I, I really honor that, and I um, I think it's great. So. Get behind it. Download Score and uh, and start following. Now, will you ask? Will you, now, will you tell Brian Kyraway to come on our show? I will ask him. I definitely will. And um, but you know, Adam, I'm telling you right now, I got his back. So if you're not nice to him, well, Misha's got his back too, since she's behind him with a dildo. I'm no, no, but <laughs> oh. do not edit that I'm out. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. I, I appreciate that. Take care. Thank you. All right. Bye. Dude, All right, that was you Heather. Edit that out, please. Don't edit that out, DJ. You're good. That was Heather Joe Clark. <laughs> you ruined it for yourself. You had Brian right there. He's calling in. It's the story of my life. All right, so. <laughs> She's got his back. <laughs> that was Heather Joe Clark. I like Heather. She's a sweetheart. She's a cool chick. Honestly, I'm watching this show, and and I'm not, I, you know I'm friends with Heather. I'm not saying because I'm her friend. But other seasons, you could see why everyone would get a gang up on Junie Browning or when War Machine was acting the way he was or certain guys were acting like, like, like they were like, okay, they're the bad guys. It doesn't seem like the hate that this girl's getting is warranted. And I'm, I'm, I'm honestly... taking their, uh, her, her kindness as weakness. Maybe that or maybe it's bad editing and then there's, the girls really have something bad about They really don't like her for some reason and the editors aren't capturing it on camera. Maybe Heather's that, that slick. But it doesn't seem – it seems like, okay, the girl wants a blender, which I understand. If you're a fighter and you have a certain ritual and you have to eat it a certain way or drink it away, you're going to want to do that. Put yourself in her situation. Right. Okay, but even if she's annoying because of a blender or that girl that was like flipping out on her or the commercial, Angela Magana, I mean it was like, like she acted like a child. And I understand that she's reacting to Heather, but I don't understand what the girl's doing that's so bad. Uh, maybe if other girls wants to come on the show and tell me this, if, if Angela wants to come on, I'd love to have her on or these other girls. I'm, but I'm I don't see... screaming. Like, if I'm screaming like that at another guy, it's, I'm not screaming. I'm punching him. Yeah, but it's also like you're not <laughs> you making... I mean? You're not... You're not like... Yeah, even if you're justified, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, doesn't, make, it doesn't make you look any good. Right. And it does seem like, uh, like the girl's... It, don't like her, but I don't see you understand why. 
because it's Heather's Heather's intelligence is very intimidating. Is that what it is? I think it is. I think she's really intelligent. She's really sweet. And I think that some people just find it off-putting. It's like, oh, I know this and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, she's a know-it-all. Okay, no, she I, really isn't. And I don't so think she Maybe she's off. a know-it-all. Maybe she's annoying. But I don't think she's a know-it-all. She's just very intelligent. Yeah, it seems like a, a, a girl that, you know, has been around the world. She's a good athlete. Started MMA at 28 years old. She's got other interests. I don't, I don't see why everyone's angry at her. And... uh I don't know. Well, we're not angry at her. No, what the fuck? Do I? I mean, she's her. a cool chick. Any, yeah. Anybody who comes on our show, I like. All right, so our first guest is, uh, he's a, uh, a, he was a former pro fighter. Uh, he's now a coach. He's one of the owners of Syndicate MMA. You can also see him every week on VH1's Couples Therapy because he's in a relationship with Jenna Jameson. How are you, John Wood? I'm very good, brother. How you doing? Good, man. I, I'm enjoying watching you. You got me hooked on that show. I only watched it because of you, and now I watch it every week to watch you and Jenna Jameson and The Bachelor and uh, the other guy and then uh, Evil Dick and the girl from Jersey Shore all <laughs> all live in a house together. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty interesting cast of uh, people, but. Um yeah, it's 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 gonna get a lot more entertaining here. There's a lot of stuff that uh, goes down on the show, and um, yeah, it's been fun to watch because I I haven't seen you know I, I obviously I haven't seen any of the episodes, so it's real interesting to kind of sit back and watch what's going on with other people and how they they film it, edit it. But uh, yeah, it's it's some crazy shit. Did you uh, did you finally learn what the definition of condescending is? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, absolutely hate that word now. I thought I knew, I thought I knew the definition, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that one out. Now, I mean, how, how many people are? How has your life changed since that show? Um, you know, it, it hasn't changed drastically. It's it's kind of the same shit. It's you know, it's weird getting recognized and having people come up to me and you know, hey, can I take a picture with you? And I'm kind of just like, why? And they're like, oh, because you're on TV. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, so I get a lot more of that. Um, I definitely, um, you know, it, it's helped my social media greatly. <laughs> I get a lot more, uh, I get a lot more uh, stuff going on there. But it's just been, um, you know, it's just, it's just kind of weird. The show's just taking off now, so it's really starting to, uh, you know, kind of. I'm starting to get some of the rewards. I. I got a lot of other interests and stuff coming through with with other tv shows and things which i didn't expect that but um you know it's been all pretty positive man for for me it's it's been pretty uh pretty damn good now you're in a relationship with with jenna jameson uh who everyone knows is the most famous porn star in the world now the first time you slept with her were you just like man i'm fucking jenna jameson right now <laughs> i uh you know I, i'm not i'm not gonna lie it did uh it did go through my mind. There was a point in time, you know, I think I handled it like a boss. Um, but, but midway through, yeah, there was probably like, oh, fuck, uh, this is really happening. Yeah, this is, um, yeah, I did have that thought. That definitely did go through my mind for sure. Nice. Now, I mean, did you high-five yourself afterwards? or? <laughs> I was high-fiving her, high-fiving myself, high-fiving nice. the cat, whatever. I mean, were you, were you nervous, though, because she's been with so many guys and she's with Tito? That like was there pressure for you to make her orgasm? Did she fake it? I mean, um, no, no. Actually, you know, I, I, I kind of, uh, I'm pretty confident in that department. I don't. Uh, there's not too much shit that shakes me in that way. So I, I think I, I went in there and I think I took care of business pretty decently. And uh, 
you know, I got I got high marks on the board, so I think I, I, think I handled it well. And, and you know, and, and the other, you know, as far as uh, you know, Tito and all that stuff, it, it was no threat to me. Now I'm and I'm is that I mean is sex different with her versus other people? I mean, because she's she's a a pro. She's good at it, you know. <laughs> you know, the one thing I'd say is like with, with Jenna. Is is that uh, you know the shit you see on TV and the shit you see you know, on camera like stuff that is you know it's somewhat of an acting job like it's not like this crazy thing where you you know you you look like like you know I fucking walk in in a UPS outfit and she just tears my clothes off and we get you know and the music happens and all that shit it's it, it's not quite exactly that crazy but um, yeah it, it's there's no complaints. No complaints. Now, I, I was watching the show. I, I felt kind of bad for you. I feel like she's kind of hard on you on the show. Like for you know, like you're, you know, you're a fighter. You're, you're, you're a guy that you've, you know, you've you've come up kind of the hard way. And you know, like for example, when you moved downstairs into in the room, well, she, she was kind of came up the hard way too. What? She kind of came up the hard way. No, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah, right. She came up the hard way, but it seems like like she lives a, a much more of a extreme, elegant, you know. She got a lot more, more money than you have. I mean, let's just call it a fucking spade yeah, a spade. Yeah, no, that's for sure. So when you're in like the basement and she's complaining about the stuff and you're just like, like, oh, come on. I, I fucking stayed at Hotel Sixes during shark fights. You know, was there a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, definitely I, I come from a little bit more um, different uh, spot than she does. You know, she worked hard to get where she got and, you know, she deserved it. And um, I think she's, you know, she's definitely used to a little bit more um, life of luxury than I am. I, you know, I thought it was pretty nice. Uh, I was, I was okay. And, and seriously, it was. I thought it was fucking hilarious when she was rattling off about the gray shit because literally everything in my house is gray. In my bedroom, my bedspread, my walls are gray. So I was like, um, it kind of feels like home to me. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it wasn't. It was a tough situation. It was. It was crazy. There's a lot of stuff they didn't show. Um, on that, you know, that, that happened behind the scenes. That those first few days, you just saw the tip of the iceberg of like shit was pretty crazy, and and so uh, a lot of things went on. And you know how the magic of editing changes some things, but um, yeah, I, I'm kind of one of those dudes that I, I can fucking go anywhere. And, and like you said, I'm, I'm used to sleeping in hotel rooms, uh, motel sixes on the floor with five other dudes. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, it, it takes a lot to kind of ruffle my feathers. No, it seemed that way. I kind of, I kind of could identify with you a little bit because I, I've done so many shows on the road and brought girls with me. And like, this is where we're staying, and blah blah blah. And you just you're like, shut the fuck up. I mean. Come on. Yeah, this is my life. You're only staying here one night. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're on fucking TV right now, you know, filming a TV show, living in a mansion with, you know, give me a break. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, you know, I, I'm, I'm always the kind of a, a glasses half full type of guy. So, um, you know, I was very happy to be in the situation. It, it was rough. It did get rough for the house. It did get, you know, everybody got stir crazy and, and doing 10 fucking hours of therapy a day. You know, the thing is, is you go Jesus. in and do these two, three-hour sessions, um, you know, and, and it ain't like, let me let me tell you first off, that is not a fucking happy-go-lucky reality show. It is not like, oh, we're going to do fluff and have fun and, and we're going to, you know, have, have you know, naked oil wrestling with everybody. And No, it, it literally is like a real show where, it, it, I tell everybody, it's, it's a therapy show. You go on, you go do therapy and they record it. So then, you know, you have nothing else to do in there and you're fucking talking about your feelings and your, you know, all this shit that you normally don't talk about. You're talking about your childhood. Like, it isn't just like relationship stuff. They dig in pretty deep into your childhood and all these kind of stuff. And then, 
you get out and you have nothing else to do and you sit around with everybody, you know, it's the only time, like, Eagle Dick made a point, you know, it's the only time you're ever going to spend three weeks sitting around with six other dudes fucking talking about your feelings and shit, you know, all day, every day, so... It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty intense. Man. I, 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 I like Tretch on the show. The guy from Naughty by Nature. Yeah, that's probably. I like that guy. He's. I, 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 yeah, he. He's super awesome, man. He's like. I actually. I keep in touch pretty much with everybody. He was just out here in Vegas, and I just talked to him a couple days ago. He's a great dude, man. Like they're they're all. Everybody on the show was pretty cool, but Tretch is a super solid dude, man. He, he's he's a real real solid stand up guy. The the chick that uh, is with the bachelor guy. Oh, she's out. She's yeah. a f- fucking bitch. Excuse my language, but man, I would have fucking choked her to death like months ago. You're kidding. You wouldn't have choked her to death. If people uh, listen to this show. Okay, so <laughs> I would have choked her to sleep. But but yeah, she she definitely looks like she's. Who, who are we on? Who are we on with Ray Rice? Oh uh, yeah, this is this is this is this is Ray Rice. This is T Rex. T Rex is a comedian. Yeah, he he knows who I am. But I don't think he knows my name. But we've talked uh, at WSOF fights number of times oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, okay i was just making a joke i know <laughs> now 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 john uh i i actually didn't even uh i didn't really know you what happened was we had amber nicole miller your ex-wife on the show and Thank she you. came on and she was saying all kinds of stuff that you were a nobody and that you weren't a real fighter and that and and just talking about how you know Tito, how 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 terrible Jenna was with Tito, and she came on the show. All this stuff, and then you you texted me like five hundred things saying this is bullshit. Get me on that fucking show. The Amber's a fucking liar, you know. Saying she never hooked up with anybody and never hooked up with a fighter before. And you told me all this stuff. Now here's your. Uh, will you set the record straight? Or I mean, well, at least as as like straight as you will. You know, when, when when I got divorced. When I divorced her, which it was me leaving her, just to clarify that, and that's you know a divorce record. That's that's record we can look up. Uh. Um, the day I left her, I honestly never even fucking left back. I never looked back. I never did whatever. I haven't spoken a word about that girl publicly. Nothing, you know. And so I thought it was kind of funny for her to to run her mouth, especially for a girl that's been run out of Vegas. Um, she got quite a reputation in this town. I'm not gonna dive into it. I'm sure you can figure it out who, what, when, and where, um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, she was on there bullshit, and, and I love, like, I do, I will clear, maybe she forgot, but I, I was her second husband, I know she said she was, uh, you know, I was her first, but she was married before me, just to make sure that, you know, I don't know if she remembers that or not, but, um, <laughs> you know, there was, there was a few other things, but, you know, it's, it's good for her, I'm glad, I'm glad, you know, I, I honestly have no ill will towards her, um, I could give a shit less, she's kind of insignificant, you know, and I mean, she's got with Tito and, and I have nothing against Tito and I could care less, you know, so I hope it all works out for her. Uh, I'm sure it won't, but I hope it does. And, you know, like, it, you know, I'm, it's, it's crazy that she's still bitter after all these years and, and it's pretty insane. You know, I'm definitely, I, I liked how she said that I was a loser. And I mean, I've only had my own business for 15 years, a very successful business. I actually have three of my own businesses now. I've done some TV stuff, done some work. I've made my own money. Um, you know, I'm not sure what exactly she's done. I think she's doing some, isn't she doing, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, timeshares? Telemarketing. No, not telemarketing. Uh, timeshares or something? Timeshares. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure the timeshare thing is a very successful <laughs> business for you. I've heard that makes, you know, that's, I think that's right up there with Amway. Uh, so, oh my um, God. you know, good for her, man. Good career choices. Good shit. So... 
I wish her the best. You know? <laughs> any any uh, any chance you guys will be doing MMA celebrity wife swap? <laughs> <laughs> I think we already did that. Yeah, I mean, you guys did. You guys swapped. Amber's now with Tito, and you're with Jenna. Now, um, now, didn't you tell me something that she sold all your stuff on Facebook and, and, oh my and, and, God. and, and Mike Pyle bought it? I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so funny, funny story. My best friend, Mike Pyle, um, actually moved into my neighborhood. He lives two streets over from me. Um, you know, we had an agreement. Basically, I, I own the house I lived in, um, that we lived in. I let, uh, you know, I was actually going to sell it to Amber, and then she decided she didn't want it, so I was going to take it back. Uh, we did a lease, you know, uh, for six months. She was going to stay in the house and, and do whatever, you know, I had no problem with it. I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't bitter, going to kick her out or whatever that was. And, um, you know, we just had agreed that there were certain things that were going to be uh, left and done in the house and, and, you know, certain things of mine and, and uh, furniture and all that stuff. Um, and then one day, I think it was out of the country, or I was out of town, I get a phone call, hey, um, there's a fire sale going on at your house, and I look on Facebook, and yeah, sure as shit, there was like a, a movie party going at my house where everybody oh was going buy whatever the fuck you want. So I was like pretty, I was like, gosh damn it, you know, that's whatever, that sucks. And that was, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you were like, gosh damn it, but yeah. go on. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting rather sore. Yeah. <laughs> So I didn't really think much of it. I was like, God damn. And actually, I did go over to the house with the cops, and there was nothing I could do about her. Even with the contractual, I, I got back, and I, I went over there, and there was nothing I could do about her taking shit and this, that, and the other. But the funniest part about it is, like, a few days later, I go over to my old buddy uh, Pyle's house, and I walk in, and sure as shit, I see uh, a lot of... Um, <laughs> A lot of stuff that, that looked really familiar. I felt very, I felt very home. I felt very at home at this place for some reason. I walked in, I was like, "Oh, that's a really nice. Oh, that's a nice book. Wait, oh, uh, so this motherfucker decided, you know, my best friend. He's like, yeah. I went over. She was selling all your shit. So better not to have a stranger have it. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! So Pyle God. bought all your shit. So Pyle did buy a lot of the shit out of the house, and then this, this asshole was like, "Yeah, and I'm going back tomorrow, and I'm buying your ceiling fan." And oh and my! And so uh, I love Mike. He just about had it out right then and there. Um, <laughs> you know, he just didn't understand. But he's a fucking redneck hillbilly. God bless him. Oh, I love that song of it. Um, you know what the cool thing is? Is I still get to go over and visit my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> It works out really well. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. So every time you go to Mike Pyle's place, you got to see the, the way, like stuff that you bought. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff. And it, like I said, what was even better is that he was going to take the fixtures out of my house. Like, oh, my God. I can remove one thing. I'm going to try to beat your ass. I'm not going to be able to do it, but I'm sure she's going to try. Oh, my God. So did he even pay like top dollar for it? Or did he get it on the cheap? Oh, no, no. He got good prices on it all. He yeah. got bargain basement price. He probably gave moonshine does, for it and stuff. He does <laughs> let me cook on my barbecue every now and then. So. Oh, that's that, nice of him. That's nice of him. What a, fu- <laughs> what a, what a sweetheart. <laughs> that is so funny. Now, <laughs> yeah, that's been a running joke for years. So uh-huh. It was funny. But, like, the whole thing is, if I know the dude, you know, I mean, I would have been more like, hey, do you want me to buy your stuff back for you or any of that shit? But, uh, you know, he's just. He's a funny dude. He, he, uh, he's one of the funniest guys I know. So I thought that was kind of a crack up. It wasn't so funny the first day I went over there. But, but we've, uh, we've squashed that one since. But, no, but John, I, I was looking into you, like some of the girls you've dated, right? And you, you, you've dated like Amber Nicole Miller. 
now Jenna Jameson. I've heard about some other girls you dated who uh, may have been exotic dancers here and there, or you know, eighteen years old. I, I mean, there's oh, what. I said never. That's, never. That's I mean, there there is a, a running pattern here of you dating really hot, but just a little crazy women. No. Um. Listen, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I I get into these things with the best intentions, but you know, um, I, I I would love nothing more to uh, find the right woman, settle down, have some babies, and and stuff. Um. It's just. Um, yeah. It's. I, I I used to think, you know, I used to do, God damn it, what's what's wrong with uh, what's wrong with all these broads, you know, and this that and the other. But you know, about the thirtieth, fortieth one, you're like, all right, this is this is maybe I'm a little fucked up. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I, I I've I've enjoyed my life. I yeah. definitely have have got to live the dream and, and done a lot of things that that uh, I never thought. I would have. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, now you're you're killing it with your gym. I went over to Syndicate when I was in Vegas, and uh, you got a great gym. You got Vinny Magalish teaching jujitsu every day. I mean, that's like getting fucking my having Michael Jordan teach you in basketball. I mean, not not exactly, but I mean, it's it's up there, uh, you know. Yeah. He's, uh, it's, it, we're very, very blessed, man. We have a, a huge, we have a, such a fucking solid staff. Vinny is obviously one of the best in the world. Um, great coach, great, you know, he's still fighting. He just won that Titan FC, uh, belt, uh, this weekend. That was a great fight. That was a crazy uh, fight. Yeah, man. So, you know, we're really, really lucky. He was back in there the next day teaching. Um, you know, and then we also, you know, Fritz and Pashao is another world-class black belt. We got, you know, Chaz Mulkey is a WBC world, class, uh, world champion Muay Thai guy. Um, you know, we have, Norm Turner has you know, worked with some of the best in strength conditioning. You know, and, and the staff-wise, we now, you know, Pyle's been coming on, and, and, and he helps teach. You know, he's such a, uh, a veteran of the sport. He's one of the smartest guys I've ever um, been able to work with. So he's in there helping the team. And, and we've got a... You know, we got about seven, eight hundred students, regular students in the gym, which is huge for us, and and then about fifty, sixty young, up and coming fighters, yeah, uh, mixed in with the uh, veterans, and and dude, we're, uh, I mean, very, 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 very lucky to. Have How, now, how's Pyle doing since his last loss? I know I heard that Pyle. I mean, he had a great MMA career. Obviously, he got to the top five in the world at one point, and who knows? He's one of these guys that is always one win away from a big fight. But uh, but word is is that at the gym he w- he's the legend. He beats everyone at the gym. Um, how's he doing since his last loss? And what do you what 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 is it about him you think that sometimes falls apart in fights? Well, with Pyle, you know, um, he literally is probably one of the most well-rounded, all-around smartest guys. I have never, I mean, I've seen that dude beat the shit out of everybody in the gym. Like, any fighter that's ever come in, I've never seen anybody get the best out of Pyle. If you were to train with him or you were whatever, you would like, why is this guy not a world champion? Um, he's done very, very well. You know, he's had some good runs. And, and yeah, he gets to that kind of that, uh, the right at the peak of where he's going to crack the top ten and kind of move into those positions and something happens, you know. And, and I honestly, truthfully think has nothing to do with his skill set, nothing to do with ever. Um, the mental aspect of fighting is is the hardest part. I think sometimes that's where, you know, Pyle has issues. Um, not very often. I just, you know, I think that that's maybe more so than the skill set or age. Because the dude, you know, he's in there today right now, you know, coaching and teaching sparring. Um, I mean, he is still just a fucking stud. Like, he's one of the guys, one of the only guys left in my life where I'm like, 
when I go to spar him or go to roll with him, I'm like, God damn it. I, I get that gut turning feeling where I start sweating. And I'm like, Ugh. you know, he's just going to beat the shit out of me. I've, I've been beat up more times by that guy than anybody. And, um, you know, it's just, I think he's still got a lot of fight left in him. He's doing well, you know, he's had that baby and, and he's got a, you know, he's got a great family and kid and wife. Um, he's got a lot to fight for now. So I think he'll be back better and, you know, bigger and better. And no, your gym is so funny. I mean, your gym is so funny. I, I went to your gym. I look around. I see Vinny Magalish in one corner. You see Roxanne Modafari in another corner. You see Roy Nelson by himself, like like in another corner. You see Phil Baroni. He's eating. You see Phil Baroni talking to the to, talking to like the, the wall. And another. I mean, it's and then you have Amanda Lucas, George Lucas's daughter, who like owns the place, right? Or she's married to the guy who owns the place. And then you have you with Jenna Jameson. She wearing a Yeti mask. And then you have, you have let's, let's let's clear this up real quick. I own the place, and I have a partner who's married to her. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, you have a man on George Lucas's daughter. I mean, the gym itself should be a fucking reality show. I mean, you know, it's just you know, honestly, I was just talking to somebody about that, and 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 it's funny you say that. There's there's a couple things in the works, and a couple things I've been meeting about. Um, I mean, we definitely have one of the most entertaining, crazy fucking personality gyms in, in the in the world. Like, there's so many good personalities and so much good. And even our younger guys are, you know, I just signed about four or five guys to Bellator and another four or five to World Series. We have so many young, up-and-coming kids that a fucking reality show would be phenomenal. I mean, me and Kyle have, have been, you know, we've been pitched it a couple times. But, uh, yeah, there's there, it's great entertainment. When I go to that gym, it's, it's never never a dull moment, I'll tell you that. And then Roxanne Modafari, by the way, looked great her last fight. You, you did a great job with her. Thank you, thank you. She, man, she is, when she got off the Ultimate Fighter, that is a girl who, who has dedicated herself to, to, you know, reshaping her game. And she comes in there every day, busts her ass. And, you know, she had a lot of injuries, a lot of, she's banged up. You know, she's been in the sport. She's a legend in women's MMA. So she comes in there and works harder than anybody. And, and I swear to God, when she went out and, and fought like that, I knew it was going to happen, just not that good. Like, everything we game planned for worked. It was just one of those, the moon and stars aligned. I'll tell you, that was one of my fucking uh, proudest moments coaching for sure it's like watching your kid walk for the first time yeah and, and roxy's just such a good person man she's such a sweetheart like there's nobody that that doesn't love roxy and if you do you're you're a fucking asshole if you don't love her yeah exactly and, and how's uh now are you training kiesa i do um kiesa's camps like he he came out and did not this last one but the one before that that he won um he did that fight with me. We wanted, I really wanted him to get out here for this last camp. And, um, he, you know, he just had some training partners and stuff and he needed to be at home for that one. And, and, um, it's unfortunate he got that cut, but I look forward to, he was just here the other day and I look forward to, to hopefully working with him more because he's another one of those kids. He's just got that fucking championship qualities and stuff. When you work with him, he's a workhorse. He's got the right attitude. He's got the skill set. You just got to improve a couple things, but, I think yes, it will will eventually be making a, a title run for sure, and if, you know, and and I'd love to have him at the camp anytime. Well, John Wood, man, it was a pleasure talking to you. I enjoy. Yeah, you got me hooked on that show, man. Hooked on that show. Uh, now, yes, do you bang it's any crazy. other girl? Now, did do you bang any other chicks in that house? Just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you gotta watch. You're gonna have to watch for that. I'm not. I cannot confirm or deny that. Oh my god. Did, wait, you and the bachelor swapped? Did you? Did you and the bachelor swap? 
I mean, it might be me and the bachelor. I'm not sure. You gotta just watch. <laughs> it's crazy. He's a handsome right, bastard. When get, hey, when you get in touch with your feelings like that, you, <laughs> you never know what the fuck comes up. That's true. All right. So when can people where can people find you? Where can people watch your stuff? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Bigwood MMA, um, Instagram <laughs> Bigwood MMA seventy nine. And then uh, watch Couples Therapy, uh, I think it is Wednesday nights um, on VH1. Thanks a lot, John. It was a pleasure having you on, buddy. Thank you, brother. Anytime. Later, man. Take care, Ray Rice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was was John Wood. Hilarious, dude. He is hilarious. Yeah, very cool guy. Yeah, yeah. he's, He's a cool guy, funny guy. What what a what a interesting life, you know? Uh, but how weird is that that he traded wives with Tito, basically? It's strange, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. But look, after watching Jenna Jameson on that show, I'm just like, I, she's giving me a headache. Yeah. You, you know? What, what's funny to me is that uh, um, that she's always like, when they're sitting in group therapy and yeah. someone will say something, she'll be like, uh, excuse me? Yeah. Like she's, she's jumping on everybody else's shit. Oh, f- hilarious. She, they're basically stealing the show. Right. I think that people were tuning in originally for The Bachelor because <laughs> that was because it was so big and now people are like, you know what, fuck The Bachelor and that annoying girl. Yeah, <laughs> that girl Jameson so and John Wood. Even the girl from Jersey Shore, they're making the Jersey Shore people a couple look they'll normal. Look normal, right. You're like, wow, why can't you guys be more like Dina from Jersey Shore? That's when you know you have fucking fucked up problems. All right, so we're gonna cover some of the fights for this weekend. Uh, another, another Saturday. Yeah, right. Uh, another Saturday where I'm gonna be completely feeling like a scrub because I'm gonna be sitting down on my ass for 15 hours watching guys that can beat the shit out of me act in their top shape form and commenting on them with other people that are doing the exact same thing. That's what I say on Twitter. I go, I feel like such a bum right now. Like, well, I feel worse. I'm fucking stoned as hell eating cheeseburgers. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me feel better. Uh, Gutter Nelson versus Rick Story. Oh, man. This is going to be, you know, Gutter Nelson is looking amazing, but Rick Story is one of these, he's got a victory over Johnny Hendricks. And he's one of these guys uh, over Ellenberger, too. He's one of the guys that makes everyone look bad because his, his, he just comes forward. He's a real, I wouldn't say he's a gatekeeper. I think he's better than a gatekeeper. But uh, big test for Gunnar Nelson. Who do you like? I like Rick Story. I've always been a fan of his. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, I haven't liked uh, Gunnar Nelson since that song, After the Rain Washes Away. It's <laughs> a good point. It's, I think I said the band Nelson, but close uh, enough. One of the guys' name was Gunnar. Yeah, well, Gunner okay. Nelson. That's exactly what we're talking <laughs> is about. That, is that the same guy? No, he looks like he's packing, though, in that, pic- in that picture. <laughs> if you look at the picture on the UFC.com is website, he's got show? a huge schlong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, Rick Story's going to win this. Yeah, now, Rick Story. Uh, all right. Akira Corasante versus Max Holloway. Good fight. Jerome Max Holloway recently got divorced, but he's only like 17 years old, so I'm not even sure if the marriage is even legal. Akira Corasante <laughs> was on the Ultimate Fighter. He looked good against Poirier, right? I think he lost to Poirier, but had him hurt. I'm going with Max Holloway. He's on a tear as of late. A tear. Yeah. And uh, I'm going with Blessed. How could you go with a guy named Blessed? Uh, and now, all right, so those are the fights <laughs> that we're covering for that. <laughs> Cathal Pendred's fighting also, and so is Tortrong. Uh, Cathal Pendred was on The Ultimate Fighter. He, he recently lost to, to Mike King. Oh, no, he beat Mike King in a fight that he was out, came back. Then King got suspended for uh, 
taking steroids. And Cathal's been really funny on Twitter. I didn't realize how funny he was. I want to get him on the show. He wants to come on the show. He seems like a good guy. He's fighting Gusan Umalatov, the Cobra, who I have no idea who that is. Uh, looks like but he, he would get he would get uh, picked for random bag checks at the airport. <laughs> he does look like that. He's on the most. I don't know how he's going to make it to Sweden. He's on the, the most watch list. <laughs> right. So all right. So that's in the morning. Then at night, Rory McDonald versus Tarek Safardine. This is uh, going to be a good fight. That's going to be a good fight, I think. Huh? I'm going with Rory on this one. I, you know, it's, it's I'm going with Rory too. But Tarek Safardine is his kicks are insane. Yeah, his his. I remember there was one fight in Strikeforce. Who was it against? I think it was against uh, the Nate Marquardt, where he just kicked the shit out of his legs. And uh, I know Lombard said so he dropped Safardine in practice, and Safardine's one of these guys that is just kind of hanging out in the lower top 10. Ugh, is he going to pull up the upset in Canada against Rory? For some reason, I feel like Rory does better against wrestlers. It's, a, it's, a, it's weird, but he seems to do what better against wrestlers, but I am picking Rory McDonald Rory for this fight. Yep. Even though I like Tarek a lot. Brian Caraway versus Rafael Asuncio. Caraway says he's the best grappler in the division. I think he's grappling with logic uh, on that comment. Uh... Who wins this fight? Dude, I don't know. You know what? I know this sounds crazy, but I really don't know too much about Brian Caraway's fighting abilities. He's good. Yeah. He's actually better than you'd expect because, you know, he you know all about him because of his Misha Tate thing. Right. That's, and I mean, that's him, mostly what I know about him. Him getting the, the, the you know, the... The Pat Haley thing, where he was awarded his uh, marijuana bonus, you know, after he got after he got busted for weed, but he's actually pretty good. I know a lot of people are picking Asuncio, especially it says that it's coming down a week, right, to fight him. Uh, I know he looks scary. I'm picking Caraway. I don't know why. He's just like he's like the bad guy in every '80s movie. Is Brian <laughs> Caraway? Uh, Elias Thoradu. He's fighting. I love that guy. Remember, he's on our show. He's the one that was banging all those cougars uh, from Canada. He's like the, the oh, man up there. Oh, yeah, he's on the romance novels. Yeah, the romance novels. <laughs> and he's fighting Bruno Santos. I think that was not the guy in Borat, the bad guy in Borat. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That other guy? That, he looks like that guy a little bad bit. That guy in Borat. <laughs> he looks like his friend. This is Borat's friend. Anthony yeah, Angel Kawani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because these guys. Uh, Darren Kruzjank versus Njikawani. I'm picking Darren Kruzjank. Why? I don't know. Uh, Njikawani got manhandled by Vince Pichel, who's a wrestler. But the Detroit superstar, Kruzjank, has just, they both have amazing kickboxing abilities. Uh, tough fight to score. Yeah. I'm picking Kruzjank, but you never know. You never know on this fight. Um, yes, that's, that's, that's our coverage for this week. Well,. <laughs> Why, who do you pick up for this fight? I'll, I'll go with uh, Andrew Kawani. His, I have no idea why. His brother's the best. Chitty Bang. Chitty, Chitty, Chitty Bang. Bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chitty Bang, <laughs> who's won the last five out of six fights, probably should be in the UFC Boom. pretty soon. Uh, so, yeah, what else could we talk about? A lot of, a lot of nonsense going on in the, in the UFC. We got a lot of uh, – we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the um, – what are some recent headlines we could talk about? A lot of fighters are reacting to Conor McGregor getting paid one hundred fifty thousand dollars. So Conor got one hundred fifty grand. I, that's, I, I don't, you know, understand that. And I mean, Kaz Zingano got nine grand. Well, she got nine and nine because she won. But she, if she lost, she would have got nine thousand dollars. And like someone like uh, Korean Zombie 
on one of his last fights got like 10 and 10. Which is like that's highway robbery. Yeah, but you know what? I heard ten percent of the gate was from Ireland. When people are flying, when people are flying from Ireland to Vegas to come root for you, that's the thing about Americans. Uh, look, I love being American. Uh, I, I love the U.S. I obviously, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to be living here. Um, however, we are so unsupportive of our of our of our athletes. Okay, I guarantee you. If any American was fighting over in Ireland, 10% of the crowd would not be American. Yeah, it would be no like way. three tourists that happened to walk in there from, uh, from Jersey. Like, oh, a fight this week. Uh, like, we don't really get behind our own people. Maybe because it's more common and we're not the only one. But even if, like, the only American – what's a sport that Americans don't play? Uh, cricket? Let's say, let's, say, let's say we had the best cricket player in the world and was over in uh, – who plays cricket? People in England play cricket. Over in England, and we had the best one. We, we still wouldn't fly 10% of Americans to go f- see this guy play cricket. We just don't care. And maybe we're too self-absorbed. Well, we don't give a shit. Like, he's the first like, superstar, I think, to come out of Ireland other than like you too. Yeah. But, um, so if it was like an American going over to box – Maybe like if uh, we if still May- wouldn't go, if Mayweather was going. We over wouldn't there, go over there. Ten percent. Of- we wouldn't. Ten percent of Americans wouldn't fly. It would be his entourage. He, he would fly those people over there. Right. Ten like, <laughs> percent would be the people that's coming with them. Yeah, it would be all his baby mamas with the fucking with their hands out. Oh my god! I mean, seriously. That's true, but I mean, also a lot of the people that are in Ireland that are coming here to see him, they just want to get the hell out of that country. No, he's the definitely the toughest dude from <laughs> Ireland since Susan Boyle. But <laughs> I. I think she's from Scotland. And a but. lot better looking. Though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but yeah. So I don't know. I, dick. But I, I I don't know. It's uh. So people are reacting on uh, Twitter. Uh, Cody Bollinger. I love that guy. The fact that Connor made more than a cowboy is a joke. Yes, Connor deserves that money, but cowboy has done so much more and has paid less. What the fuck? Uh, I kind of agree with that. Uh, Derek Brunson said. Uh, th- Conor McGregor for three fights in the UFC. I need to up my shit talking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. As people tell me all the time, they ask me to like call people out. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's uh, so that was uh was going. Uh, Randy Couture is no longer on Dancing with the Stars. He, he got voted off. I guess he's very expendable. Um, <laughs> he he's, he yeah yeah. Rand, Randy's off the show. Uh, what else uh, was going on? Uh, we got Hector Lombard. We're, we're, we're going to call him. We, we, we have his number saved, right? Yeah, we got, we got Hector Lombard coming on soon. Lombard's been calling out Matt Brown, calling out Tyron Woodley. We got we to find out about Hector Lombard. I can't wait to talk to him. I love talking to that guy. Uh, Dana White's back on Twitter. He he, he made yeah yeah he made fun of someone he goes uh, for wearing a, a, a purse or something looking like he was in a blouse it was uh, yeah so Dan is that let's call Hector let's call Hector right now see if he's on the phone so our next guest is one of the best fighters in the world and one of my favorite guests on the show the man is feared he's a legend. He's uh, he, 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 so much to say about Hector Lombard. How are you, man? Good. Well, <laughs> so welcome back on the show. So, uh, so what have you been up to? I know you were injured recently. How's your recovery going? Yeah, I was injured, but I'm I'm fine now. I'm Let's ready to go. 
Nice. Now, now I saw recently on Twitter you called out Matt Brown. Has he responded to you? I'm sorry. I saw recently on Twitter you 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 asked Dana White that you wanted to fight Matt Brown. Has Matt responded to you? No, he disappeared. Hmm. So he disappeared. Uh, now, why is it that no guys want to fight you? No idea. Uh because it's sort of like when I have now he he was asking the, the the people on Twitter that oh you know I'm back from holidays who you guys want me to fight and I'm uh, and I'm, I'm like, like him but so asking you fans who wanna fight you know you know that I want to fight for a while yeah so you said, hey, why don't you fight me? And then you heard nothing. No, no response. Hmm. And then also Tyron Woodley. Now, Tyron doesn't want to fight you guys because you guys are teammates, right? That's an excuse. That's his excuse. Yeah. We never came together. We know things. And, uh, you know, we... Um, I mean, we don't even talk, so, I mean, that's an excuse. But, but when, okay, you, when you guys sparred together, did you get the best of them? Is that you think maybe he's kind of... We, we never trained together. You never trained together? Never. Oh. Now, do you, do you want the winner of the uh, Hendricks-Lawler fight? I mean, I wish that would happen, but um, I mean, I'm I'm not sure about about that. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like everyone's ducking you, and uh, I don't blame them. I mean, you're 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 what you did to Jake Shields, you threw around like a, like he was a baby, and you know, and it seems like the only one that will fight you is Ben Askren, <laughs> and he's not in the UFC. Yeah, I mean. Nobody wants to find me. <laughs> is, is it frustrating? He, 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 he doesn't want to even find me either because when I was when, when we used to find different organizations, I want to find him and he doesn't even want to find me either. Hmm. Now, is it is it is it lonely being Hector Lombard? It seems like no one, everyone, like everywhere you go, do people run, run? Do they run out of the way whenever you go to the bank? Does this bank shut down? Is everyone just running away from you? I feel lonely, Mike. But um, um, you know, I I gotta I gotta mention one thing. This is a combat sport, and uh, people should should stop making excuses, and people should stop um, um, begging fighters. Um, and and to be honest to you, I never see that before in my life. But um. You know, like you know, uh, if if that's gonna be like a new thing now, um, the you know the UFC should should put a stop because you know if if the fighters are gonna stop choosing who they're gonna fight or whatever, it gotta be a joke, right? Yeah, no, it's, I mean that's that's how it is in boxing. The best fighters don't fight each other, and it's like, come on, 
you know. Uh, so so how does that work? Does Joe Silva say, okay, you're going to fight Hector Lombard, and these guys are like, no, I'm not no, I'm not fighting that guy. Is that how that's going down? Well, it goes down even, you know, um, um, I don't know about, you know, who asked who, but I do know that uh, even, even I'm supposed to fight in Australia, and uh, uh, I, I, I said to the UFC, like, yeah, I mean, like, whatever, I just want to get a fight, you know, just bring anybody, um, top 12, 15, whatever, bring it up, and... You know, they 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 ask you guys, you know, um for twelve, for fifteen, you know, you wanna fight Hector and they say like no no no. What about if two um, what about two guys at once? What if they throw in like <laughs> what if it's Matt Brown and uh Tyron Woodley against you? Would you fight both of them at the same time? Yeah, I mean like the way I am right now, I'll fight those two at once. <laughs> wow. All right. What about Ben Askren and 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 a, and a, 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 a bear? What if he's allowed to bring Ben Askren and a bear versus you? Bear. <laughs> I can't care. I can't. To be honest, I can't care about Ben Askren. Man. Right. That guy's so boring. You know, he's unemployed. Um. You know, I care. Right. At the moment. You know, that guy's so boring. He's trying to make a noise that he can't even get it. No, it seems like you and Khabib are the two guys that everyone's scared to fight. Khabib at 155 and you at 170. And I don't blame him. I'm scared to fight you guys too. And I'm, I'm, I'm not even a fighter. Uh, but you guys, it seems like you guys have the, uh, the answer. You, you know, they, they have a tough time with, with like your striking, with your judo, your jujitsu. A lot of guys, they don't see an upside to it. They go, well, you know, he's a name amongst hardcore fans. But amongst the average everyday person, they're not gonna, you know, it's not like it's fighting Brock Lesnar or someone or you know or GSP or someone like that. Yeah. I mean, I remember when, when you, you everyone everyone wanted to fight GSP. So yeah. Now um. I, I don't think like uh, I'm very sad right now because uh, um I never get opportunity to fight in. In Australia, and uh, you know, I'm 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 very sorry because you know um, I'm the best coming out of Australia, and I never get the chance to fight in Australia, and I never get opportunity to fight in uh, Latin America, which is even worse because you know. I don't even know who you know who I am anymore. If you know, if I'm a Latino, they don't want to be me as a Latino. I live in Florida. They have uh, it's a show in in Orlando. It's you know it's they can put me there. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm completely I'm completely confused to be honest. There. Well, keep keep your head up, man, because you don't need to get depressed. It's like, I mean, you're you're one of my favorite fighters. The, the fans love you and it, it, eventually someone's going someone has to sign up to fight you personally, personally I would put you up there and I think you should get the winner of the Johnny Hendricks Lawler fight so don't get all down on yourself man no one wants to, seriously you're way too good for that oh, um, I'm, very, 
I'll be, I'll be down the moment, to be honest, too. No, I, I can, I can sense that. I can yeah, sense we can, it. We can tell. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm always giving uh, you guys an interview. And, uh, you know, and I, and, you know, um, I have a good time with you guys when you guys do an interview uh, with me. When you guys have me in the show and stuff like that. So, yeah, we love having you on. I'm, 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 I'm grateful. I'm grateful for it. And, uh, I feel bad for you because I know how you feel right now. You feel like a dragon slayer, and there's no dragons to fight. So you're kind of like wondering what you're doing. Well, I like almost a year to get a fight with Jake Shields, and then after that, I was in touch with that and then in and and they. Um, I'm back there quick. I was back there quick. Um, you know, and, and there is there is fighters they getting life to fight. There is a fighters they getting um, you know, I got Robbie. He got he's a no, uh, no, uh, number one contender, and he got two fights before me. Mm. He got. He go to fight Matt Brown and he go to fight uh, Jake Ellenborough. Right. Um, and there is other other fighters that I got. They got more, um, three, three, even two, three fights. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, now, what do you, you think of uh, your countryman Yo Romero and Tim Kennedy last week? I think he's a great fighter. I mean, I think he's the best fighter, and uh, I'm very proud of him. What do you yeah, think about the whole thing with the uh, with the uh, stool? You think he spent too much time on the stool? <laughs> well, it's not his fault. I mean, it is what it is. When you're in there, um, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, for example, if if you are you uh, drink water and they say like you can't drink water and then you keep sipping it keep drinking a little bit of water you know after the bed ring to to start the round I mean I don't see anything wrong with it so you think you're in a fight and, I mean, and sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta bend the rules a little bit to it's a, it's a it's a fight you know uh, look were you in there Everything is survival. You know, it looks like uh, a farm on TV and stuff like that, but it's not uh, that way. You know, you're in survival mode. And uh, you can tell that uh, the second round, he was kind of like surviving. And and then after that, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, come on, it's a fight. And uh, I mean, it's, it's not his fault. You know, he's just... You gotta do what you gotta do to win the fight. Do you think Tim Kennedy was holding his uh, his uh, gloves down when hitting him on purpose? Yeah, he, yeah. Hmm. he did that too. Now, I mean, all right, let's let's, let's talk about chicks. How's how's the how's the girl situation with you? <laughs> what? 
How's how's the ladies treating you? Yeah, do you have a girlfriend? You 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 slaying box? You what, know, what's going on? Nice. You, are you guys getting serious? Uh, is it hard because you know i know you're a good looking guy you're a fighter and there's all these hot cubans in florida is it hard having them all throw themselves at you <laughs> well i have to be a, i have to be a time still i have to be away from uh uh, media try to uh, post my stuff on Instagram and yeah. I don't even I don't even I don't even touch Facebook anymore because uh, it's connected with uh, it's connected with the Instagram so I post on Instagram and I don't even touch even Twitter anymore and I, I post I post and I'm out I don't try to be too much in it. I don't have any trouble. And <clears throat> I'm talking about it. I'm trying to know how. That way I don't get into temptation. Yeah. But back in the day, when you, were, when you were knocking people out, like when you knocked out Jay Silva in six seconds in Bellator, and you were just you know knocking out guys in Bellator, were there Bellator groupies everywhere? Yeah, I mean, you know, you always gonna have movies and stuff like that. Um, but um, I'm trying to keep it up. I'm trying to keep it up um, quite possible. You know. Yeah. It just it just and, seems uh, like you'd be a mark because you know guys see you this you're strong and and then all these girls are like Hector save me, uh, or are they are they avoiding you too like the like 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 Matt Brown is. I mean, my brother is ugly, but I don't see, I don't see he can get, I don't see he can get as many chicks that, you know, I can, I can pull up with, you know. But um, <laughs> so you think you could, you think you could pull more chicks than any you any fighter in like the UFC? I'm one of the nicest looking out there. <laughs> what do you say? He said, "What do they do you know, and 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 uh, yeah, you can't compare. You can't compare Matt Brown with me, man. Okay. <laughs> so Matt Brown couldn't get the chicks that you can get. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. All right. What about what about Johnny Hendrick? Could Johnny Hendrick get the same kind of pussy that you can get? My God. There's no way. <laughs> All right. Who's a guy in the UFC that could compare with the amount of chicks that you can get? I mean, I mean, I just, I mean, I just look at the one seventy, have the best body, and I'm a nicest look. All right, well, at one seventy, he's got the best body and the nicest look. What do you think, DJ? Is there anybody yeah. at one seventy? I don't know who's uh, at one seventy. Come on, be honest. Nobody. <laughs> he is. He's a good-looking cat. Yeah, good-looking guy, but and he's got the attitude. At one seventy, Jake Ellenberger. Yeah, but he's a virgin. He's a virgin. He's a virgin, he's right? He's got that chin. He's got that chin. Is he, is he a virgin? Is he a virgin for him? No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. He's not yeah, really a virgin. We we just, we, tease him. We, we just say that because he he never wants to talk about chicks on, on the show. He's always like, uh, one seventy. Who 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 could slam? I don't know. Rory McDonald. 
Uh, that's a good looking guy right there. He's a weird looking guy. Uh, come on, man. He looks come like on. his body's in his closet. Come on, man. Are you for real? You, you guys say that. You just for a simple thought that you compare me with You compare me with Rory, my brother. I'm a piece of player. Yeah, we're getting to wake up a little Finally, bit. Finally, this is the Hector well, I know. This is the Hector all, I love, man. This is the I Hector. Need, uh, first of all, I need, I need to take that kid to uh, a dentist. Oh, my God. And, uh, fix, fix all his... Uh, uh, I don't know. Rory came on the show and said that not only is he ranked higher, but he can get more chicks than Hector Lombard. I was like, there's no way, but that's what Rory said. Look, look, he can try it out, but I'll tell you one thing. There's no way that you, you can't even make, make this conversation up. Right? Come on. Uh, we have Rory right here, actually. <laughs> Rory is actually with us right now. Yeah, how you doing? I, I Look, get a lot of women. I, 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 let's put it. Let's put it this way, okay? I'm listening. I'm man. gonna go and I'm gonna have to take this kid to a uh, 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 dermatologist. What's wrong uh, with my skin? All these uh, <laughs> skin problems and so all that. His skin my skin's amazing. Pimples uh, and all that. I don't and have pimples. I have to take. I have to take that kid to a uh, dentist. My teeth are fine. And then, and, then, and then after that, and then after one of the things with the dentist, I'm going to have to go and uh, and fix uh, all his, uh, not sure if I'm going to have to uh, put like uh, some contact lens. <laughs> or, uh, I have 20-20. Try to uh, fix his, uh, anyway, I'm going to keep it like that. Come on, man. All right. So, so you get more pussy than Roy McDonald. All Impossible. right. Impossible. Okay. All right. There you go. I don't, I don't even, I don't even try that. I'm kind of like I'm saying, like if you're gonna go that route with it, there's no way. <laughs> All right. So you guys made me laugh to be honest. Yeah. That's good. That's good. We like making you laugh, man. I, I don't like seeing depressed Hector. Depressed Hector is uh, right. it, it bumps me out, man. Cause you're <laughs> Did you just burp. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I feel bad for this guy. Is he honestly? No one wants to fight him. All he wants to do is fight. That's all he wants to do is fight, and nobody wants to fight him. I don't like this depressed Hector hey, either. Um, no, no, only, not only they don't, they don't pull me, they don't pull me as, you know, um, um, they, come on, you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, I'm a bit pissed off a bit because, uh, they have, they have these uh, folks in Spanish, right? Yeah. And they they bring they they bring a Brazilian to be a commentator in the in the Fox Spanish when I speak perfectly Spanish. <laughs> I I I I perfectly speak Spanish and they have somebody, okay, that speak Portuguese and they have it in the in the uh a Spanish uh, Fox Network. Hmm. Um, I mean, is that a joke or what? Well, do you, does anybody know that you want to do that? I mean, do you have a manager or uh, do you have a PR person? I mean, you, you, 
only have to ask, right? Yeah, but they're not going to just... That's not the way it works. They don't just come to you. <laughs> That's like saying, you know, I'm the funniest comic ever. Do you go on stage? No. Uh, do you perform? No. They should just fucking come to me. I mean... Uh, you have to. Ha you should have somebody out there because I, I think people would love to hear what you have to say. I mean, who's who's more informed than you? A, a, a Olympian judoka. You, you're you're thirty four and three or some kind of crazy record. You're, you're top ten guy ranked guy. You're, I think you're top five ranked. Uh, I mean, why shouldn't you be a commentary? That's actually that's absolutely true. But you have people have to know you want to do that. Which course, I want to do that. Well, did did you tell anybody? <laughs> I mean, I would have to be in a show every week. Yeah, we'd love to have you every week. Honestly, but nobody knows. There are so many fighters that don't want to be in front of the camera. Oh, so here it is right here on our show. Hector Lombard is putting it out there that he wants to be a commentator on uh, Fox Sports. Uh, Fox Deportes. The, Deportes. Deportes. Absolutely. Put him on that. Put him on that. Put him on there. Fox, DJ, well, listening. guess what? DJ, our producer, <laughs> works at Fox. So we're putting DJ on the spot. And if not, you should fight DJ. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> so, I'll, I'll connect you with the right people, Hector. I'll put you in, in touch with people. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? You're right. Yeah. You, 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 you can take Verdun's spot. Easy. Who knows fighting more than Hector? And the prob knows, that's the problem Spanish is also is that might help him also with get t because people need to be more visible. Hector, you're just, you're just a lot of guys out there. You have this uh, mystique about you. That people don't really know that much about you. They, they, I can't tell you how many people said, I mean, I, I had no idea. I was scared of Hector Lombard before I heard him on your show, and now he's the funniest guy I've ever heard. Please have him back on. I'm you're, still scared of Hector. You're the most requested guest back on, honestly. Everybody know. always asks, when's Hector coming back on? And people don't know how funny you are. People don't know how charismatic you are. He cracks me up. So, uh, you know, I oh. think it's a good thing. <laughs> You know, you, you know, you know, you know what, what, you know, the guy that I'm talking about, right? Um, Verdum? Yeah, Verdum. I mean, come on, Verdum. He, uh, you can't even, he has, he has, you know, like, uh, you know, I gotta keep my mouth shut, but <laughs> I gotta keep quiet. I don't want to offend anybody, but seriously, you know, that is, that is me, um, I mean, at least she's poor Romero. I mean, Romero uh, speaks Spanish or poor somebody. Yeah, down. but I think people might be afraid he won't leave his stool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you, yeah. I mean, that wasn't his fault, Mike. I'm Come kidding. On. It was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. I thought, I thought it was funny. <laughs> would, would you like? Would you like to have uh, Romero in your show? I would love to have Romero on the show. I, Romero, Romero is honestly. I was a fan of Romero when I he had me at beating Kale Sanderson three fucking times. I mean, Romero's a beast. He's he a beat Kale Sanderson three times. Three times in wrestling, really. The, who's one of the best wrestlers of all time? Of all time, yeah. Of all time. I mean, he's a legend. Romero is a legend. Wow. Uh, the two of you guys, man. Two guys. You guys should have your own sitcom. <laughs> Lombard and Romero. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can kind of with you. I mean, he's learning English. Uh, <laughs> Um, I told him, like, listen, you know, to, uh, for you to become uh, more popular, you need to learn English. And, uh, his, you know, like his last fight, he was talking English, the whole, the whole thing. So, um, you know, he would love to have you. He would love to be in your show. Great. Yeah, love him. We'll have, we'll have him on next week. 
I, I, but as far as yeah. getting you, as far as you getting on TV though, Hector, I think that's a good idea. You have to but, get yourself on their radar. But you have to let people know you have to do it. You can't expect people to come to you. There, there are too many people well, out there that, that are trying to get that spot. So the fact is, well, I, I always tell you people in the UFC, I go, listen, no one is more qualified to talk fighting than fighters. And people would, you know, what me and D, what me and T Rex say is really meaningless. What you say, you've been in there. So there's no reason why you shouldn't do that. And there aren't that many Spanish-speaking fighters that could do, you know, the job that you can do. So sure. So that's well, why you're that's uh, why you're bummed out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll give you I give you his number, <laughs> and you guys go from there. Okay. Um, you know, when 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 we finish talk, I gi- I give you Joel Romero's number, and, and uh, you guys you guys reach. We were talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're talking about you, man. Getting on we're Fox. We're talking about you. Now, did did your girlfriend have any hot friends for me and T Rex? I can I can hook you up. And nice. Me, and McDonald, I'm here too. When, when you guys when you guys come over here? Uh, I don't know. When well, I was supposed to be in Florida next week, but I had to cancel because I, I got a part on a TV show. I'm on the Real Husbands of Hollywood with uh, Kevin Hart. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be any more less interesting. Nice. Oh, yeah. He's like, okay. All right. So um, that's easy. Nice. And um, um so um apart from Joel Romero, because you guys you guys only talk about Joel Romero. I mean, there was a lot of fights in that card. There was a great fight. Yes. What do you guys what do you guys think about um McGregor? Uh, Conor McGregor, uh, you know what, C- Conor McGregor. I mean, it, you know, look, Americans. Uh, everyone loves a guy who can talk the talk and walk the walk, and so far he's done exactly that. I mean, you know, he. I didn't think he knocked out Poirier in one round. He knocked out Diego and Brandao in one round. You, you got to give the guy. Uh, you got to give the guy props, right? You're right. You're right about that. I mean, do you think that he's going to be the champion at that weight class? I think that they are carefully matching him up with guys who are not wrestlers. I would like to, or even judo guys. I would like to see how he goes against a guy named, like a guy like Nick Lentz, a guy like uh, you know the winner of the Cup Swanson versus Frankie Edgar fight, a guy like Chad Mendez. If Mendez gets past Aldo, if he does, even if he doesn't get past Aldo. I want to see how he does against those three guys, wrestling-wise. And, oh, well. and that'll be the test. What do you think about Conor McGregor? I think the guy's for real. Yeah. I mean, he's got, you know, what, what he did to Justin Poirier, what he did to Dustin Poirier, I, I'm, you know, I was impressed by. I mean, Dustin Poirier, he said, he's not a joke. Yeah, and uh, issues issues picking apart. I mean, I was impressed. That's saying I'm a lot. I like to you. I mean, like he impressed me a lot. Do you think Dustin kind of that kind of when you get hit behind the ear and it throws off your equilibrium? You think that was sort of a lucky placement punch? Hey, I I, I gotta tell you one thing. When you're in there and you go down. You go down. I don't care what you know. If somebody hit you with, with the E 
with somebody he with with flip you with with the, with, with the tongue or whatever. <laughs> if you go down, I don't care. And uh, people say like, oh, you know, this and that, or whatever. And Dustin is 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 my is my training partner. Is he, you know, is my teammate and stuff like that. But look, what he did to Poirier, nobody nobody ever done that to me. So, I mean, I was impressed. Yeah. Do you do you think he should be getting one hundred fifty five thousand dollars for that fight? Oh, he brings he brings a country behind. So I believe, um, you know, people 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 we pay um, for him, and uh, I wish I wish they would they would do that for me. Like you know, every single time they. You know, um, they have a show up there in Australia. You know, I wish that could have, could have fight as a main event. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, if, if you were in Miami, you have all the Cubans behind you. That's what I'm saying. If Cubans oh, can't yeah, come, Orlando. they can come. They just can't go back. When they did the show here in Orlando, I wish that you know they would have put me up here, or I don't know, Mexico, South America. I don't know. I wish you know they could you know um, so I could have you know bring. Uh, the Latinos or the Aussies to it. I wish, but it didn't happen that way. It hasn't happened that way. But um, now who who would I pull more tail? You were you were Conor McGregor. I'm sorry. Who would get more chicks? You were Conor McGregor. Oh, come on, man. We're going back to that again. We're going back to that. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Wait, look. I know, I know, I know. He's a uh, he's a uh, a character, and uh, he's a comical guy. But you know, he had no chance with me. If I go, if I go, if I go out with him, he had no chance either. <laughs> and I know he's he's a funny guy and stuff like that. But, but you know. he had no chance. But, you know, I really, I really, I really enjoy, I really enjoy his interviews, and uh, I really enjoy everything that he says. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the guy is just a character in general. Yeah, no, he absolutely is. Well, listen, we got to we got to wrap it up, man. Hector Lombard, it's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, we're gonna have you, buddy. Give me Yoel's number. We're gonna have him on. Uh, we're gonna try to get you that job with Fox Sports. Uh, and also, I'm uh, I I know some people over at the UFC that work with the Latin department, so I could uh, try to put your name in there. Uh, but you should be doing that stuff. Uh, it is it is great to talk to you, man. Oh, thank you. Means a lot to me. And, uh, and once again, um, I always have a lot of fun talking to you guys. You guys are for real. Yeah, um, yeah. You guys, you guys, you know, um, don't put pressure on the guys that you guys interview. You just kind of let it flow. Uh, you guys, you know, are funny. And uh, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a bless. I mean, it's a bless completely. Oh, thanks, I mean, man. keep it up, keep it up, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, have another interview with you guys. Absolutely, nice, absolutely. Anytime, man. We we enjoy having you on, man. You're awesome. Yeah, and uh, take care, brother. Thank you. Later, man. Later. All right, that was Hector Lombard. <laughs> I love that guy. Huh? <laughs> well, you never know what to expect with Hector Lombard. Never. Somber Hector. Somber Hector. Listen, uh, so Saturday night, I will be at the John Lovitz Comedy Club with T-Rex. I will be there as well. We will be raising money to 
Cure Coach Randy. Yes. Help my buddy out, Coach Randy. Follow me, Adam Comedian, at MMA Roasted. Todd Rex, uh, at Todd Rex, T-O-D-D-R-E-X-X. And at DJ Shrope. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. Bye, sports. Thank you. Have a great week.